Welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in Review. This is where we rank, recap, and review every single Marvel Studios project. This is where in review totally began. And it feels like we come back to it now, like once every other week. There is just so much Marvel Studios content coming out. Thank God so there happy. is, Tim. Thank oh, God there is. Thank God there is. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the return of Greg Miller. Hello. How are you? Andy, I feel like we always you. make a big deal of you returning, and it's like the, we got a couple more shows to get that out of our systems, and then, sure. then you're just back. You know, then it's well, just it's normal. not every day, Nick, that Mickey Mantle shows back up. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, let me hit some dingers, yeah. and he's just knocking them out of Fenway Park. Sure and kids is. are like, oh, it's raining baseballs. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. He's playing for the Yankees. He's 140 years old. <laughs> of course, that voice you hear is the one and only producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the evening to you, Tim. Oh, wait, did you get your new earphones? Uh, I got this a little bit at the tail end of last year. You may have oh. seen them last year. But I, I like the little coordination going on with the with the beanie and with some, some of the colors in your background. Was, I'm a fan, Nick. That was 100% uh, by pure luck. These are the only ones available. So it just oh. turns out that I have a beanie in the same color. Maybe I just like orange. Maybe I just drawn to orange things. And with a, a whole new background, the one and only Andy Cortez. Hey everybody! I'm I'm still back home, still in Texas. The Texas treats treat in Texas. My mom just made uh, a taco for me with beans, a uh, little frijole taco. Kevin, really, really good. Is it just beans uh, and tortilla? Just beans, or? delicious. Oh my god, it's the best I mean, beans I've ever had in my life. I eat it. I eat it. Can so I? So good. And I got one waiting for me in the microwave. What's up, Greg? What you <laughs> got a problem? Me. What do you like? likes the color orange. That's <laughs> 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 gonna be like it's that. Useless. <laughs> so what is Greg? <laughs> Did he Fucking need to come back? your face with that donut, Greg. <laughs> you filthy animal. Did he need to come back? A reference to a friend <laughs> and their favorite color. Absolutely I'm just worthless. saying. All right, Post kind of got like the monopoly on the color orange in my life. So if Nick wants to really make this move, we're going to have a problem, all right? I mean, I'll fight, folks. But why? <laughs> oh, my God. And you of all course, wanted this. Rounded out the crew, the one and only big dog, Kevin Coelho. What's up, guys? I, got a new I was chair. really, really uh, impressed before yay. the show started, Kev, because you were trying to do the Hawkeye little, like, bottle cap thing, flick thing. And uh, instead of doing that, you threw a treat and Cecil caught it in his mouth. And I didn't believe he could do it, but he did. Yeah, and he I didn't was very get the impressed. first three ties. He didn't get it. But, you know, time number four. Kevin did it. that for all the, yeah, Kevin did that for all the doubters and haters out there who said he couldn't do it. Yeah, but maybe Cecil is not like us. Maybe Cecil's like, I don't really need a treat right now. Whereas you throw oh, a treat at me, I have to eat it. Yeah, Cecil's mm -hmm. definitely in. Uh, he's he's my boy. You throw a treat at him, and he's just like. He's his, he's his father's <laughs> son. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is kind of funny's in review, where each and every week we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. As we head into 2022, we are going to sunset the twice a week iteration of the show. It will be once a week going forward, uh, standardly. 
But every once in a while, we have to play catch up and there will be more than one like this week. So guess what? We're doing Hawkeye right now. But later in the week, we will be returning to Matrix in review with the Matrix Resurrections. And then next week, we're coming back to, oh, man, I can't wait to do this. Cobra Kai in review with season four. Andy, have you finished the season yet? Oh, yeah, I finished okay, last cool. night. Cool. We're all, yeah. we're all kind of there. Can't wait to talk about that. Of course, Josh McCuga will be returning to join us for that as well. And as a fun special guest appearance, Joy Noel is going to come hang out with us just because she wants to talk about Cobra Kai because <laughs> we all love it so damn much. Uh, so that's next week. The week after that, we'll be doing Scream 5 uh, with Scream in review. And then the week after that, Kev, it's all for you. Morbius, it's happening. Get excited. That's our in review calendar for yeah, January. that joke. 2022 uh but you can get the show on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com you can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you remember this isn't the only show where we do different movie review content or tv review content or trailer reaction content any of that stuff we also have the kind of funny screencast we're going to be doing live react not live reactions oh yeah live reactions to trailers like the Batman trailer that came out. We're going to be recording that later in the week. Uh, we're also doing reviews for the book of Boba Fett. And then starting next week, I think it is, maybe the week after, it will be DC's Peacemaker. Greg, how excited are you for Peacemaker? Um, Tentatively, inter- I'm interested. Like, it's it's James Gunn. I, you know, Peacemaker wasn't my favorite character in the Suicide Squad, but he was funny. Like, that in the movie was great, and I love James Gunn. So I'm, I'm hopeful that it'll be great and it'll be cool. But I don't know mm-hmm. much about it, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Exciting stuff, but stay tuned for all of that. Remember, if you want to get this show ad-free, if you want to watch live as it's being recorded, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Molecule, James Davis, and Pranksy have all done. We appreciate you all so very, very much leading us into this beautiful 2022. Today, we're brought to you by Upstart, Raycon, and ExpressVPN, but we'll talk about that later. For now, let's get into it. We're talking about Hawkeye. Loosely based on the Matt Fraction and David Aha run of the Hawkeye comics, which I absolutely love. And especially now that everyone has watched this show, I couldn't recommend any higher to go back and actually read the volume one and two of that because it is utterly fantastic. Uh, the show was released six episodes, released weekly with two episodes premiering on November 24th and the finale on December 22nd. Uh, they had a runtime of between 40 and 62 minutes each uh, with the finale being the longest Disney Plus episode we've had yet, uh, as Kevin calls. Good job, Kevin. Your soothsayer. Uh, this was directed by Reese Thomas, who was the lead director of the entire show. He directed episodes one, two, and six. And then Bert and Birdie, uh, a female collective of directors, uh, did the rest of Greg. the episodes. What did you say about Bert and Birdie, Greg? You know, I'm not. I have no thoughts on it. I, I, I just, it wasn't I just until saw you Greg smile. And it's like if you it's went there and you implanted thing. it. You're doing the thing where you're implanting, you're inceptioning ideas into my brain. And I don't like it. I want you to stay out because now, yes, of course, now I'm thinking of Bert and Ernie. I'm thinking of Bert Meg. You know, I remember if you're a new Meg. fan, there was a there was a fan named Bert Meg who liked kind of funny so much. He supported at the Patreon level or for the to be a producer. Yeah. And then I found his name so hilarious. He yeah. just disappeared. <laughs> he just disappeared. Didn't he drive Troy Baker in an Uber? I'm, I can't. I'm sh- unsure of that. I think that's, sure that. I think that way. happened. Well, we'll have. But that's to, a funny. Yeah. It's one of those things. Again, you're here. You're kind of funny, best friend. We can all admit when you have funny names, right? Like right now in the live chat, Melissa Hagler's there. 
You're telling me Hagler isn't a funny fucking name, Nick? She, whenever she checks out, they look at the credit card. Oh, don't bust oh. my balls on the price. We'll give you a price, we'll like, we'll oh, you a price Hagler. <laughs> I mean, that's just built in right there. <sighs> the music was done, unfortunately, Nick. Not by our boy. No, it's uh, not Michael Jake, Jake, you know, yeah. but, but it was actually really good. And it was done by Christoph Beck, who won an Emmy for his work on Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the 90s. Uh, he also did the music for WandaVision, Ant-Man 1 and 2, Frozen 1 and 2. So kind of a big deal. Um, this show also featured a little bit of Rogers the Musical, uh, where Matt Scheiman and Scott Whitman got together. They are writers of Hairspray. Uh, they've won many Grammys and Emmys and Tonys and all that stuff. Um, and during the scene featuring Rogers the Musical, one of the actors is played by Adam Pascal, who played the character of Roger in the musical and movie version of Rent. And there was a lot of other Broadway cameos as well in that scene. What's up, Greg? I want you to know that I saw Adam Pascal in concert live when I, oh, and our friend Anthony Rapp was in town. And did we have cool friends? And then he performed, and that, that Adam guy performed with him. And I saw them both, and I knew that. Oh, that's so cool. I also want you to put out that in the live chat, Melissa Hagler says, haggling all day, Greg. See, that's how you roll with the punches, all right? Yeah. Bert Meg finds out oh, the break. Oh, oh, his name's oh, I knew, I knew you were going to insult Bert. <laughs> <laughs> sorry mr meg still the class act or bird bag he just wanted to support I'm gonna the go people on back and see if he's still a fan or not uh, okay. let us know let us know my god the show had a budget of 150 million dollars similar to the rest of the mcu disney plus shows uh so let's get right into it Greg, you've been sitting off the bench for a while, but you've been watching this show in the background. Yeah. We've been doing our episode by episode screencasts of it. So I want to start with you. What do you think about Hawkeye? I had a great time. You know, uh, you called out the Fraction Run, of course. Uh, I had read that back in the day, too. That's where I obviously met Kate. I shouldn't say obviously. That's where I, I first was introduced to Kate Bishop. Uh, I didn't read it as it was coming out issue by issue. I read trades later on. Uh, loved her there. Loved that interpretation of Hawkeye, Pizza Dog, everything about it. And obviously to see how influential that's been on uh, the character in terms of both this show, but then even, you know, popping up in Marvel's Avengers and stuff like I'm, it, you know, it's rare, I think, for not rare, but it's something special when a modern comic run echoes that hard, right? That it kind of eh? influences all eh? influences every part of pop culture going forward. And so I came into this, I think, and I don't ever mean to like, you know what? I, I came into this with, I think, appropriate expectations. Like, you know what I mean? The Hawk, the whole Hawkeye fraction run, right, is like. Very much like I'm 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 Hawk guy. I'm a normal dude. You know what I mean? Like I live in an apartment building and I got problems like everybody else. And so I was hoping and expecting it to be that thing with the comedy as well as the the run. And I got that out of the show. You know, I think the there's problem not not problems. There's things I didn't like necessarily about it. Like you know the whole Vera Formiga, who's an amazing actress, of course we know from The Conjuring, the Cuckoo interview. Uh, also, I The Departed, great movie, Oscar winning movie. All I remember from that is sweaty Alec Baldwin. No, um, bouncing all over the place like a ball. No, you don't. You know what I mean? Uh, but for her to pop up, it's like, okay, well, clearly she's going to be the bad guy. The way. You know, I thought some of that stuff's telegraphed in a not fun way or interesting way necessarily. I was going to kind of like get to the point of that. Um, you know, the ending, as with all, a lot of these shows, I should say all of them, but mo lots of the MCU shows, like, a lot of shoved into that last episode. I would have loved it to have more ch of a chance to breathe. Maybe not put so much of that in there. Maybe have a few more exploratory things in there. Uh, but overall, I had a great time. I thought the show was funny. I thought the show was charming. Um, you know, I enjoyed the back and forth, obviously, between Kent, uh, Clint and Kate. Uh, I loved it, it. Not having the chance to talk to you guys about it, right? Like, it was the week we went to see Spider-Man, right? Where they started with the Yelena stuff, uh, the endgame moment, the blip, right? Mm -hmm. And like, Jesus, fuck. Like, when that happened... 
I like, and it was like into the, the moment I turned to Jen, I was like, we are so lucky to be alive. Like the MCU is so special right now that this is happening in a show that's expanding on this thing that she's here and not just a cameo. It wasn't just the rooftop thing. Like we're going to get into it. Like the whole scene of her and uh, Kate at the table with the Mac and cheese. Like there's so many great things to love in this uh, series. I think that even where I'm like, all right, the ending is a bit weird. All right. Like I able or the Kingpin, I wish they would have done more with this, that or the other way. Like, I I'm gonna remember this fondly. I really enjoyed this. I thought it did a lot for the character of Hawkeye and for uh, Kate Bishop. Kev, um, I loved the entire season. Um, it's I I got to watch Spider Man like two days early, and because of that, the way things popped I weren't wasn't in the order that was intended. So um, we saw Spider Man, mm-hmm. and that night we went home and watched. Um, the episode and it's revealed that like, Oh shit, there he is. Um, the Kingpin. Sorry. Kingpin. Thank you. Um, so like it just, yeah, it's, it's a magical feeling to have that. Everything tied so well together and to also on the same day be like, Oh shit, both these characters that like are like very well acted and, um, I'd like to see more of like are still in it, you know? Um, so that is just, an amazing experience. I like the way uh, everything ended, but I'm not a huge fan of the Kingpin stuff, but like, I know that's going somewhere else. So uh, just overall, I'm just blown away by like how much they made me care. And like, I, I guess I shouldn't be cause MCU is really good at doing this. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a really good show. Andy Cortez. We still spoiler free, by the way. No, no. Oh, I we spoiled go, the shit out of stuff. Sorry. I'm yeah, we go all out. Oh, cool, cool. Also, cr- real quick, Andy, spoilers for you that uh, Burt Meg's still a supporter on Patreon. Still oh, great. Can you, can you, can you message Burt Meg and just, and just, <laughs> I'm sorry. Tom, we're sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Would you like to know that while this is happening, I sent, a, I already sent that message. It says, Burt. Oh, great. I love you and gave, I love you and give you shit on in review. I didn't want you to be caught off guard, heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I, I enjoyed this show. Uh, I still don't think that they, you know, quite nail the landing. I didn't love Kingpin's involvement. I think the hype that we had in episode five going into that finale, we unfortunately lost that episode, but that was, it was such a great discussion we had. And I think a lot of our um, ideas and theories that of what might happen, obviously Tim kind of knows the run, so he knew best anyway, but it, it was just really neat to think about what could happen in episode six. And I didn't love Kingpin's involvement. I didn't, I don't know. It just, I think when you have a character like Kate Bishop, you have to tone down and be a little less serious. And mm-hmm. Haley Steinfeld is again, fantastic. And every line she utters just feels great and real. Um, but I do think that we end up seeing a more toned down version of what we'd expect and her kind of fighting Kingpin, even though she's getting knocked around like crazy, I'm kind of used to the Kingpin from the daredevil series. So that's kind of what I wanted to see more of. And it's really hard to mix those two things together. So we should probably just, I should probably just get used to, uh, you know, the more MCU Disney friendly type uh, fights from Kingpin in the future. Um, he's not dead, right? Like they're not actually. No, dead. no way. Yeah, absolutely. No, right. Okay, cool. cool That's cool, also cool. pulled from a comic book too. Cool, 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 cool. cool. A different reveal at the end, if you. I don't know. Um, yeah, I do think the I do I don't think they quite nailed the landing. Uh, like many of these MCU shows, um, 
And I think the biggest thing I could say about this series as a whole is like, I have not thought about it since I watched episode six. Mm -hmm. And that was the first day that I had gotten here. I I guess it was like the Wednesday that that it first aired, maybe the Thursday. And since then, I've been hanging out with a lot of my friends who are aware of the MCU. They're not in it like we are, but, you know, they've seen Endgame. They've seen Infinity War and stuff. And I've talked about Shang-Chi a lot and I've talked about, hey, we got to go watch No Way Home. And um, when asked about this show, I'm just like, I don't know if you need to watch it. Unfortunately, there's some pretty important stuff story wise that they'd be confused about had they see, you know, later in the future, they see Echo pop up or they see other people. They might be really confused about who's this Yelena woman um, if they didn't see Black Widow and stuff. So, like, I just have not thought about this series since episode six aired. And I think that kind of sums up how I feel about it. Go ahead, uh, to, to chime in. I agree with Andy, but I enjoy that. I I think it's similar where every comic book run and every issue, unless you're talking, you're talking about an event series or whatever, isn't a must read, isn't something you have to do. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that this was a smaller scale. It was about Clint. It was about Kate. And no, you don't need to go see this if to, to go see No Way Home and understand stuff or to go see, I assume, Multiverse of Madness or whatever. Like, I really appreciated that this was a self-contained thing i don't like the end credit scene but we'll get to that eventually but like uh i overall i liked that it was one that it's like if you want it it's there and if you don't no big deal nick scarpino yeah i mean i'm kind of with you guys right i i enjoyed this um i think these these are enjoyable little one-off stories that are ultimately kind of forgettable and i think that's kind of right where they like i don't think they need to be shooting for spider-man no way home every single time i maybe i'd love that but i just think that's an unrealistic goal i think this show i think they came into the show knowing what its strengths were going to be uh, and those strengths were going to be in the scenes where we have jeremy rayner and Haley steinfeld sitting across the table for each other like either joking around or having a heartfelt moment of her like i love that scene in the last in the last episode where she's like you were just a guy with a stick and an arrow and you could be a superhero. You, you couldn't fly. You didn't have a mechanical suit, but you inspired me. And that was a powerful moment. And it's two really, really good actors in a scene just chewing it up. Um, I love everything with Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Everything else, kind of forgettable. Don't really need it. Don't really care one way or the other about it. I still think these shows have a lot of problems with, you know, they're barely there production value-wise. And I think a lot of the people they hire to be the secondary characters are just, they're just not nearly the caliber of, caliber of actors um, that they need to be for me to to, to kind of not be taken out of a lot of those, those uh, the B storyline scenes. Like the LARPers, I love them, used way too much in this last episode. And they just don't, they don't work past a certain point where they're like, okay, it's our time. And they run in and they do the thing. And you're like, that didn't, that didn't work. That should have been cut out. Um, but ultimately like, am I, I'm glad these shows exist. They're fun to watch. And again, to, to Greg's point, not everything has to be the best thing ever made all the time, right? We can have orders of magnitude and this is, it was just a fun way to spend six episodes and, 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 you know, catch up with some of these characters. It was cool. Andy, you had your hand raised. Yeah, totally agree with Nick on, on when it comes to like the LARPers and other characters like that. But, um, yeah, I, I still think it's worth the watch if you're wondering should i get into this series i did want to bring up like i don't really know if this show did enough for me to care about echo as a character and Mm -hmm. to want to see a full series from her um i just didn't know if there was enough there really for that setup uh if anything i just want to see more kingpin so i'm i'm obviously in for that but i just 
I just don't know if there was a whole lot of development there for me to actually say like, yes, I got to see that show next. Go ahead. See, I, I'm with you again that I don't leave there being like, give me this Echo show. I can't wait for the Echo show. But I am interested enough. I think the show did enough of setting her up of I, I appreciate, I you agree. know, the, the her uh the prosthetic leg her skill set the fact that she's deaf like i think they did a bunch of stuff there that makes me go she's an interesting character and like i again it's a little cliche her whole like you know being tricked and then turning and then all the stuff how it all played out for her but i liked her enough that i'm interested that when the show drops obviously to see what the trailers are like and let that sell me like i left positive on, i'm yeah. i'm positive her stock is rising to me but yeah it's not that i'm like waiting with bated breath for the show it's a good it's a good setup for yeah. for a more fleshed out launch story pad. later yeah for sure tim gettys tim gettys. similar similar place to to all of you guys i think that uh i i'm more on the positive side where overall i truly loved this show i think episode to episode i was very engaged i think they that this is the the best show so far uh to every episode kind of have that moment towards the end that makes me very interested on in seeing something new the next episode but then they always would deliver something like the pym arrow and and like other mcu connections mm-hmm. that i wasn't expecting so they delivered the things i was expecting in terms of storyline and characters and who's going to show up and how they're going to do it but then they also kept surprising me and wowing me with some really fun stuff i think the action was was pretty great throughout this whole series maybe never the like coolest best thing we've ever seen but like even in the finale the fight between yelena and uh kate through the building it's like i i really appreciate these shows kind of use of like camera choreography to um make up for the the budgetary constraints i i don't think that it's uh an issue i think that's actually a compliment like i think like how can they get creative with it you know yeah, I think it kind of gives it a unique personality that we don't really see in uh, a lot of the MCU movies. And, you know, we were a little spoiled because we just saw Shang-Chi and like that mm-hmm. has the best action really that we've seen in the MCU so far. But I like the uh, similarities between the camera usage in in this show and in, in that. Um, and I think that the, where the show really shines, like Nick was saying, is the characters. And I think that all the characters are great and I am more interested in them now than I was going in. And I was already very interested. I want to see where I goes i agree that um i don't love where they left her off uh but kate bishop 10 out of 10 so awesome they made hawkeye better than i had ever thought about hawkeye in the mcu so far um even having like his wife right linda cardellini was such a surprise to me didn't expect to see as much of her didn't expect to love what they did with her as much as i i i do um i do think that this show unfortunately and the more that i watch the finale which i've now seen it three times like i like it less and less and I, I just am really kind of kind of sad by uh, how I, I think the last episode kind of like rushes things together. It all works. All the plots make sense. I just think that it's kind of the least interesting end point to what the story set up. And I don't really like a couple choices they made. I don't like them killing Kazi. I don't like how they handled the Kingpin thing. Leaving that in, ambiguous isn't fun, isn't interesting. It's kind of just confusing and kind of it feels rushed and it doesn't really leave me wanting more. Of course i for, want more i want to see where kingpin goes but great i echo everything you're saying and it's for me that's where it, it rings it, it rings so much that they're just setting up echo show right because yeah. you assume it's going to start right there that is where we'll start with her right. show is and it's like all right like i i didn't think we needed i'm with you right because even the comic i was referencing earlier at the it reveals what happens when he gets shot off camera or off book or whatever the hell it is yeah and yeah they could have ended it a cooler way than that and and with that it's like I, I don't necessarily think that MCU Kingpin needs that story this soon. 
You know, I, I kind of feel like we're kind of rushing into a lot of things with a, with a major character. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm saying here, people are going to be like, oh, like, just talk about what's happening, not what if, what could have happened. But I think that's kind of uh, a, the thing you can't take out of the MCU is the theorizing and is us kind of wanting and expecting them to make the most use of what they're they're doing for, for setup, but also telling a very compelling story with mm-hmm. its own thing. And they've proven they're really good at doing both of those. So when they have moments that don't kind of do that, it's just a little bit like, oh man, like the post-credit scene, like Greg's talking about, I love seeing more of the musical. That was fun. And I liked kind of some levity there. That's great. But like, I really do think like at least tease Echo, like at least like have some type of setup of like, letting people know that the Echo show is happening and is going to be tied to this uh, a little bit more directly. Um, Even just like Loki did where it was just like Loki season two, just at the end to just have echo, like to tie it all together. Like we know, but I just feel like the, the, one of the biggest hurdles, Disney plus MCU shows and star Wars shows to have is like, they need to be important. They need to be like tent pole viewing that everybody is in or else they're never going to hit the heights because Marvel studios is going to look at it and be like, well, we can't put important stuff in the shows because not everyone watches it. I want it to be the other way where they're like, no, that all of this stuff matters equally. Um, and I think that they're, they're still in this weird balancing point where they haven't quite hit where I would like to see them because I was pretty let down by the finale. And, and that sucks to say. I don't think it really changed my thoughts on the show overall. I do think that moment to moment, it was a great ride and they told a great story. I just wish that the end was stronger to make it a fantastic story. Nick. Yeah, I mean, I would say I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ray. No, please. You're, you're, I'm, I want to talk about the end credit scene. So you're fine. Oh, I was well. I was going to talk about that too. Like I just hey. say, like, I, I, I look at you I, all, both of you. Two, you don't need to necessarily. I didn't need to see like Echo will return in Echo, right? I mean, like obviously that we'll see that, and they'll they'll build some hype for that. What I what I will say is like I absolutely love that they gave us more of that song, and we didn't we didn't get to see the full number at the beginning, and this is like they the gave full us a number. lot of it, and it's. <laughs> great and don't think i didn't try to dial that bad boy up on my spotify when i got it in my car i would watch i would pay a hundred dollars a ticket to see this fucking musical if it was if it was real and disney i would they have to be making this into a thing i hope hope to god they are i hope to god they are you know with that just to jump off like i i loved it too i i loved that bit i thought it was amazing in episode one i think one of the strongest points of the entire show was that musical being as funny as it was but then also having great character moments with hawkeye of him looking at natasha and kind of dealing introducing the audience to the fact that he is deaf like they nailed that whole bit and that was awesome i loved getting more of it in the the post credits and i thought that was kind of fun especially the happy holidays this being a holiday christmas movie like or show they they nailed a lot of that stuff but i didn't necessarily love that we got five minutes and not a single thing was added that's about the avengers we got like four additional minutes of talking about just normal people in new york and i'm like ah this isn't this Give me more it, dumb MCU jokes and references and stuff instead of just now I'm just watching a musical. And that, yeah, that's that, what it felt that, like. Yeah. And it was a bad musical on purpose because it's supposed to be a bad musical. But that was my problem with it. Like I don't I it, again for what the show was, I wasn't expecting fucking to get to the end and it's some universe defining change. You know, I don't need that. It was just the fact that I felt the funny parts of the musical had been shown in the show already. So yep. I'm just watching a deleted scene scene that's longer, but I already know the punchlines. So like for me, it's I would have loved it, yes, if they did all of that and then they had just one cut at the end of Yelena in the crowd watching it, you know, Paul Rudd, who anything you could do to make it be like something there or 
give me a different scene. Give me a shorter scene that's another number of something yeah. else going on, right? Like yeah. that for me would have gone so much further to be like, all right, that was worth it. That was cool. Instead, this just felt like a deleted scene or an extended thing. When it, again, even though I'm a big old fucking weirdo, I guess I would have much preferred if they would have done a 15 minute special of like, hey, here's how we made this thing. And here, you know what I mean? How we oh, chose to do this, like why we scenes. inserted Ant-Man, yada, 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 all these different things that make it have been cool. Or, oh, that'd be so or, funny. or if it's going to be silly, um, give us something like Steve Rogers, um, uh, at, you know, at the end of was it Civil War or Homecoming. Oh, no, Homecoming? Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe yeah, just yeah. have maybe have random cameo from some other person that isn't of necessary, you know, a- any importance. But they're just in the crowd and they're going like, well, I love this show. I can't yeah. like, I, or somebody pissed off yeah. that they wasted. Even uh, if it was just like, time, to yeah. go all the way and have it be a uh, polka dot man from Suicide Squad who. I, what's his name? character in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah, but his real, the, his the, the actor in the crowd as his character from MCU, just being like Scott wasn't there, and like that could be the end. You know what I mean? Oh, like just yeah, something really stupid good. like that. See, stinger, yeah. Put it. Put a fucking uh, I, hanger on the. Oh, I personally yeah. liked it. I know it was just a little bit more of what we had already seen. I David, thank I thought it was funny. I I enjoyed it, and uh, I wasn't expecting it, and. Um, we we only saw a clip of it earlier, right? Yeah, like, they come in. They come in like like almost three quarters of the way through the song, the beginning of it, right? Yeah. So it's like you're getting the hook. But that's what I liked about this. So that was like to me, that yeah. was the joke. I, was that they're gonna make you sit through the whole song? And as a theater nerd, I I mean, I just love this song. I love yeah, the hook. I, I love when they sit, when they all three of them come in. It's like Hulk does smash, smash, smash. I can do this all day. I'm like, come on, man, that's just hype as fuck. I also had, didn't watch it earlier, like on YouTube, right? It, it was released. Is that correct? Not the full video, clip. I have just the audio. audio. Oh, okay. The whole audio was on Spotify. I just love that they Got committed it. to making a fantastically bad musical number. And it's to me, it hits so perfectly because it's so pretentious. It is the exact kind of thing that Hollywood would do to make this musical. But it, there's there's a meta-ness to it because we all get that that's what they're going for. But if they actually put this on Broadway, I guarantee it would win some sort of Tony Award. I guarantee it. Yeah, I hope they do. I, I hope we get more songs because the, the end of this is great. Uh, but yeah, before we move on to the plot, let me tell you about our sponsors. There's so much going on right now, whether it's stuff you're excited about, like traveling, or stuff you'd rather avoid, like traffic. You can't always control the vibes out there, but you can control the vibes in your own head when you've got a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Uh, With Raycon's new everyday earbuds, they look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, One of my best friends, James Burke, he loves these things. He's always out there when he's running, when he's playing his baseball. He's a baseball coach, so he does a lot of those two things. And Raycon's new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. They've got an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tips for a perfect in-ear fit. Plus, you get three new sound profiles, so the sound is great no matter what you're listening to, whether it's a podcast like this one, or some hip-hop, or some rock, or anything in between. Right now, Kind of Funny listeners, you can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash kindoffunny. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash kindoffunny to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash kind of funny using the internet without expressvpn is like leaving your keys in your car while you run into the gas station you're probably fine but 
it could be a disaster. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, you're basically giving someone else the keys to your personal data, like your passwords, your financial details, the passwords to your financial life. And it doesn't even take much technical knowledge for someone to hack you. But ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your data and the world that it'd take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past. Plus, it's super easy to use. You just open the app and press a single button. I've been using it. Kind of funny has been using it. It's keeping our internet safe. And I love that. I love it so much. I love how easy it is to use. And I love that I just don't even need to worry about it. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash kind of funny. And you can get an extra three months for free by going to expressvpn.com slash kind of funny what would it feel like if we were finally free of high interest loans or credit card debt well upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online whether you're looking to pay off credit cards consolidate high interest debt or fund some personal expenses upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date rather than looking only at your credit score upstart considers other factors like your income current employment and credit history to find you a smarter rate one of my really good friends did exactly this and it helped him out so much just consolidating all of his debt into one place allowed him to focus and just take care of it and now he's debt free thanks to upstart find out how upstart can lower your monthly payments today and when you go to upstart.com slash kind of funny that's upstart.com slash kind of funny don't forget to use our url to let them know that we sent you loan amounts will be determined based on your credits income and certain other information provided in your loan application upstart.com slash kind of funny greg can say the plot all day that's all i got Eric. hey everybody welcome to hawkeye it's not disney plus you probably knew that already uh we open at the very familiar well we don't know it at the time i guess there's a little girl running around kate bishop right and she's got a dad she's got a mom they live in a very fancy expensive house you can already tell it's an apartment doesn't matter uh and they're like man we're rich and this is cool and that's stuff too and then daddy's got to go do something i forget what because i watched it a long time ago Greg, and then real quick like, how much do you think that apartment is couldn't even tell you that's i mean you get to a point where it's like we're talking about millions. you might as well tell me it's a bajillion bananas i don't know oh. i don't you know what i mean like it's just numbers it, whatever, mean nothing for you whatever number you're gonna talk out toss out is a completely fictional number you'd believe I no it idea. got it i have no idea yeah. what it, what do you think it is you got a number i mean i don't know i would just say it looks so nice and the view was incredible exactly, and also yeah. and just i think just being that up that high up does that mean like you're richer when you're that high up in the oh yeah. oh yeah oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah really if that's more inconvenient take- though if you have to take an elevator, that means that you have to have a working <laughs> elevator. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you see what I'm saying? It's, also, like a per- it's usually like a personal one, right? Andy, usually. if you're no, in the penthouse, no. also, that means that nobody can be Twitch streaming above you and stomping on the floor. Ah, uh, that's true. That's true. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, everything's hunky-dory there, right? And then you're like, I know where this is going, don't you? You know where this is going, don't you? And sure as shit, what happens? Shatari. The Chitauri are there, man. It's the Avengers. They're there, and they're fucking shit up. They're going to tear up New York. Oh, my God. And so there's, like, big old alien worms up there, and they're sw- they're flying around, and you got the other guys. Like, I got the teeth and shit. And uh, I forget. She's like, Mommy and Daddy and these parents, they're just absent they're parents. The they're fuck fucking gone. This you know what I mean? Weird. Well, one of them's dead. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But I this scene was very they're weird. They're like, whatever. It went on for very long, and it was not edited very well. And it was a, it was a long bit of a ride to establish these characters. And also, like, I, I, again, I hate to harp on the casting of this stuff. The dad wasn't that great. And then they and then 
Tony comes along later. Tony! And he looks a lot like the dad. They're like very similar looking characters, except Tony looks like he shaved the beard and had it. It's a little confusing to me. I didn't like this first scene, but I Tony's do love Jack, how it right? ends. Jack, Tony yeah. Dalton, yeah. So good in Better Call Saul. You'll have no idea. So Not great in this, though. Yeah. I like this character in this. I like this performance for a goofy he, comic book character. Once we realized he was supposed to be purposely goofy, I was like, oh, I like this guy a lot now. But the the lead up to that, I didn't find this guy scary at all. I think he was supposed to be intimidating and like ominous. I don't think so. Like that's the thing. You guys were always saying that from the beginning, but I always thought that he was like supposed to be somebody to throw well, us off it's, yeah it's, i thought he was a, there to take the fall right but he's a well maybe because we know vera farmiga but in the world yeah, like there's supposed to be a, there's at least supposed to be a little bit of a question as to whether or not this guy is capable of being the bad guy in order for that red herring to work but it, it doesn't work none of plus us there's be, so and there are also forward. so there are so many unknowns in the mcu comic universe that if by the end of it it turned out he was the so-and-so funder or whatever, like Kingpin. Sure. Like, I would have believed it because it just kind of well, seemed is. like something that would have happened. He is. He's the sword man. They just changed him from being like a bad guy in the comics to to not being a bad guy, oh, but still see. having yeah, all this stuff. But it's like, but they just, they showed in this that he's really good with swords. Like, he can best her and he's just really into buying swords and stuff. That's why he steals Ronin's sword and all that shit. Like... I thought they did a good job of like playing it where that he could have been the bad guy. I'm just really happy he ended up not being the bad guy because he yeah. was goofier than he is in the, the comics. Mm -hmm. I think for me that that character was uh, silly at first, but then I think fairly quickly I was like, oh, this is clearly a red herring. And then I by the end of it, I was actually shocked how, how much I liked him. And uh, once he gets arrested and he like he is just a, like an incompetent buffoon of like, oh, I've never worked a day in my in my my life. Like, there's no way that I'm doing anything illegal. Um, suddenly I was like, oh, this guy's this guy's fucking hilarious. And he's just kind of a badass of the sword. So I was behind that. And so, yeah, you know, sorry, they're fucking shit up and they like blow open half the house or some shit. And then they're like, we're going to eat this little girl. Fuck Russ, New York. We want to eat this little girl. She looks tasty. She's so the cool. only one we want to eat. <laughs> they're like, fuck the plan, Loki. Girl. We're going to go eat this girl. And so they start flying at her or whatever. <laughs> and then as they're getting closer, she's just like frozen, right? And this is the number one thing you got to teach children not to freeze when an alien's flying at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've already started telling Benjamin, but like he doesn't know it yet. But like when he can move, he'll know. But he, she freezes, stupid you think, kid. You think it's one of those things where like, where, you know, baby wolves know how to howl, even though they don't even know what howling is. Like it's just something that's kind of going to be when an alien's flying at benjamin he's gonna know what to do 100 percent. i mean because i mean i'm not asking obviously you were all adults here we know what we would do you would pick up one of the bricks that's on the ground wait a little bit wait a little and then you throw it right you throw it not at them try to hit the wing of the thing get into the little turbine send them exactly. off they smash right but all i'm saying is once benjamin hold on sorry i forgot i was gonna do it as me but i forgot that i have a prop Great. So once Benjamin learns to get up on his feet like <laughs> this, right? This once prop. he gets up on his feet and like yeah. somebody's flying at him, that's an alien, just an alien. He's going to know to go to do the juke, Andy. You know, you know, you go that way and you go down that way. You go like you're going right. Then you go left. Jackson. These guys, they don't, they're, they're flying in. All they're thinking is that's some tasty baby meat. They don't know that you're able to fucking do jukes and stuff. Cause that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna juke. They're gonna slam the one guy who didn't like get killed in the front. The other Chitari, he's got a he's got a piece of rebar through his second heart because they have two hearts at Chitari. And he's lying there, right? So, and the little baby Benjamin walks back over <laughs> and is just like, "Got you, fucker!" And he's like, "I didn't know, I didn't know you juked in this universe." How old you is know he? what I mean? 
<laughs> Watto? Is he Watto? <laughs> no, no, these are two completely different impressions. Okay. Sorry that you. Oh, okay. Sorry that you have. You don't understand the perception. nuance of his performance. Yeah, I'm so sorry, I apologize. Uh, anyways, though, so she just stands there like a moron. But then what happens? Arrow, boom, blows it up. Oh my god, it was an arrow. It's Hawkeye. And so she sees Hawkeye over there, and it's just Jeremy Renner just draining threes. Just I remember this from Avengers, right? And so, like, she's just like, oh, my God, this man with the exposed arms is draining threes. And so then <laughs> Reggie happens, Miller over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, Reggie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so then, you know, more Tachari come running at Hawkeye. And again, he's like, to his credit, it's not just three on the Green Goblin jet. It's a bunch of them. Right. So he knows he thinks about it. He goes, what if I juke right? No, there's too many of them. He knows if he jukes right, goes left. That it doesn't matter. So he runs and does the thing where he jumps off and then he tethers and he flies under through the window and little Kate Bishop's like, wow. Right. And then, so then, you know, Vera Formiga shows up and she's like, the devil's here. <laughs> and she grabs the, she grabs the conjuring. Yes. She yes. grabs the oh, kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused you, about this. Thank you for elaborating. This is the work of I'm glad you pointed so that out. Thank she you. grabs Kate Bishop and like dad is fucking dead. He got pancaked by the bricks. You know what I mean? Dead. Sucks to be him. Or it does it. <laughs> Who knows? Here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so they then it's like, all right, we already know what happens next, right? Of course. Uh I can put it in here if you want, though. So the Avengers beat the aliens, right? Uh, Iron Man falls through the ground, the, the shawarma, and then guess what was underneath? the avengers building michael keaton damage showed up and they were like this is a government contract he's like i bought trucks for this and they're like fuck you and he's like i overextended myself yeah it's fucking great spider-man's great movie anyway so while that's happening dad is pancaked in the bishop household right and so then they go to the funeral and you might say man what did they put in that casket i'll tell you what they took the pancake body and they folded it up like origami put it Uh, in the casket they bury that shit do they do they take the bricks out or do they put the bricks that got folded in the pancake? That's I mean, inevitably, question. some of those bricks are going to be folded in. You know, it's yeah. going to be impossible to get those get out because it's just a, it's like a slurry. You know, normal people watch this show. They're just like, OK, cool. The dad is dead. We didn't see the body. <laughs> we didn't see the body. So, like, maybe he's going to come back. But maybe he's just dead. We don't know. Greg Miller. He's like, no, the, the, the body was so flat that it had to be origami to be put <laughs> yeah. in. The fucking, no. they made it Listen, the there's, there's endless possibility in the MCU. Yeah. Kevin Feige is not sitting there going, "We really duped him with Mr. Bishop." They're they're gonna they're gonna flip their shit when in Blade he's like, "I've been on the run. You want a brick?" Like, no, that's not. He shit. This guy is dead as a doornail. He's gone. Don't worry about it, right? And so Vera Formiga's like, "We got to get the devil away from you." And she's like, "Whatever you need, we'll do." And she's like, "I want a bow and arrow." And you're like, "Yeah, Hawkeye. It's a fucking Hawkeye movie." And so then it's present day. And we're in New York. I assume, I don't remember. these. There's fucking six episodes. People don't nickel and dime me about how it happens or what it happens. Quit nickel and dime. Before this, dude. though, we get the opening credit scene, which That's is what so I just said Hawkeye. What? I just said Hawkeye. It's Hawkeye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I really like the animation and the the music and kind of the storytelling in this whole thing and it being in the style of the comics and stuff. Like, it's it's cool when we get the, the kind of like intro in the episode one of the shows, and you know we don't get it in the the rest of the sure. season. Like oh, they that. nailed the. F- I mean, it's all about the font, Tim. And oh yeah. When the you have a graphic pointed. designer that can nail that logo and font, it's just you got you set the tone. They set the tone early. And so now it's present day, everybody. I'm gonna just toss it in here, all right? So now we're at the uh, Mrs. Winchester boarding school for girls or whatever, and Kate's there, and she's like, just 
queen of the archery competitions all right people are fucking tossing apples up and she's knocking them out of the air you know what i mean people are like whoa william tell overture you know what i mean and the tuba guy's like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yeah. So we can never, ever, ever <laughs> let him take a break from that no. ever again. He just, he just laughed at a William Tell Overture joke. That he but made. he made the sound of a tuba. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'll tell you what I was worried about this one. I'm nailing it. I'm nailing it. Yeah, and you're so, crushing it. Yeah. You know, her friends are like, you know what? We'll bet you lunch at the commissary that you can't hit the bell thing in Jake up there. She's like, watch me. So she's up there and she shoots. You, know, you got to ring the bell. She hits the first time. It goes, it just falls off. She's like, oh, hold on. I got an idea. And she makes like the thing with the cow chops or whatever. She's and the bell goes and rings. And, like, yeah. and then it's like, it starts to crack. She's like, that'll be okay. And then it just destroys. Like, oh, that won't be okay. And her friends leave her and then security shows up and she's in trouble. And then in New York, right? Hawkeye's there and it's the we're at the Steve Rogers musical right and we start there and we see it and we already talked about it and it's funny but it's like it's bad because it's funny or whatever and Hawkeye's there yeah, and he's yeah. like woof man this is just like not great or whatever and his, his dumb kids are there and he's got his hearing aid I forget if he turned it off or already turned, turned it on off. or whatever yeah, yeah. and so then he turns it back on or whatever and he's like I'm gonna go to the bathroom so he goes to the bathroom and then on the urinal somebody wrote Thanos was right funny and then uh, a fun thing just a little like uh Easter eggy like just joke thing that uh, people on TikTok were saying is ant-man's there and it's like ant-man wasn't there yeah technically ant-man was there because of endgame when he goes back in time so ant-man is there so somebody could have seen ant-man yeah. in the battle of uh new york which is fun but isn't this this gets into our whole i've seen that too on tiktok and i thought it was really funny but this gets back into our cap wise could old cap is carried peggy's coffin right oh, because please. i don't want to do this again. theoretically this is... if you went back in time and did this that's the new timeline that's not the real timeline we're still in the real timeline right ah uh, it's just it's, it's a funny thing i agree yeah. it's funny. we don't have to overthink it it is a funny thing and i i love that i love that the fucking writers of this were like i saw ant-man there with my own eyes i'll put him in the musical anyways uh thanos is right and then there's a creeper there who wants his autograph and he's like not the time and he's like it's not appropriate and then he washes his hands like is it appropriate now he wants a photo for his fucking kid and whatever he's like eh. and so then he goes outside and he sits on the, the stoop and because oh, the, the thing already happened where he's watching the they got to the black widow part and he started thinking all you know natasha and like they played her theme or whatever and you you don't probably don't remember this so i'll tell you about it ahead. i'm sorry Please so do. in russia there, there are these little girls, and they get captured, and then they get they they get into the assassins program in the red room, mm -hmm. and then yeah, well, this I gotta go. I, so then there was a one named yeah. Natasha, and so she had a, a the guy from Stranger Things was her dad, and the woman from the Mummy was her mom, and then uh, Elena Plu, she was her sister. Right. <laughs> Elena Plu. That's right, Elena Plu, yeah. famed actor, Elena Plu. <laughs> So he's watching it and he sees a black widow doing her twirls up there and he's like, oh man, I remember her before she went splat flat as a pancake, fold her ass up. <laughs> what is it? That's why he went outside and cried. That's yeah. when he went outside and cried. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, yeah, then his daughter comes out, he's like, oh man, yeah, you know, you knew her, that's sad. And then her, his, her, his, her brother comes out and he's like, ah, oh, this is sad. And then the little brother comes out like, why are you left alone? Either like, they all, let's go. We don't like the show. Okay, great. And so then uh, Kate Bishop, she comes home to the conjuring house <laughs> and she's like, the devil made me do it. And then, you know, <laughs> and her mom's here for me. And she's super excited that she's back. And it's like, cool, we're back. And then it was like at the last, the, you know, come to the black tie gala we're doing or whatever and wear the dress I got you. 
And also, we're gonna have a serious talk about you know why you knocked down a bell tower or whatever, and something else. You you broke some historic you stuff. Go, or whatever. You, really, you go with gala. Yeah, it's not right. I've heard gala, gala or gala, but not gala. Never gala. Never gala, right? Okay, so it's gala or gala. It's gala or gala, but gala. you said gala. gala. <laughs> <laughs> Territorial. Like the, the, the discussion thing. is always like, is it gala or gala? But Greg went option three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't, I don't like conflict. I don't That's like conflict. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't need to get in a fight. I don't need, I don't, I got nothing here. You know what I mean? Keegan yeah. Hill says Greg is correct in the chat. So there you go. Huh. And I, I know Keegan Hill very well and I trust him. At first, I thought he said Gollum. <laughs> just, I mean, but like to be fair, right before that, he said MCU, CU, CU. Or MC. Oh, yeah. MC Cuckoo. Uh, well, see, we see, we did a popular interview show ah, about the Conjuring, all right, all right? Let me start there for you, all right? You got this witch named Bathsheba. Bathsheba, all right? (laughs) And she she got this big tree out front. She ain't cool with this tree, brother. Let me tell you. All right. Anyways, you know where we are now. And so then the Hawkeye family, they're in in New York celebrating Christmas uh, uh, without mom, but we'll get to that in a second. So they go to Chinese food, and uh, they're having fun, and maybe mom calls here. I forget. Oh, no, he's like, you know, let's do Christmas stuff, and he, I want to watch movies, and I want an ugly sweater party, and I want to decorate the tree, whatever the fuck he says. He's like, why are we spending Christmas in New York? Why wouldn't we do all these things at home? Who's going to well, – I'm going to do an ugly sweater thing in New York? That's going to be like $50 for a sweater. It doesn't make any sense. We live in Montana. It'd be great. And uh, while they're arguing, we're going to go see the biggest tree across the street or some shit. Guy comes by and he's like, "Here's the, there's no bill. The food's on us. And he's like, oh, no, please. And he's like, please, you saved the city. At which point I would have been like, well, technically I kind of fucking saved the universe. I don't know if you remember that. Like we can think yep. bigger. All right. I understand I'm in New York and I stopped the Chitari. And yeah, like, again, they were trying to eat that one girl. But like also, don't forget, I probably brought back some of your family members. I I saw my best friend get pancaked. Like I, mm-hmm. there's a, a couple other reasons. This isn't, it isn't 2011 right now. All right. Damn, I think Avengers 2012. Anyways, so the food's free. And then they call mom and she's checking in like, oh, you want some alone time with them or whatever. I don't fully buy it if you ask me, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Jen, oh, okay. and, Jen and Benjamin get blinked out of existence tomorrow for five years. I go off and I kill every motherfucker alive. Christmas comes around. I'm not going to be like, oh, man. All right, me and Ben are going to go take a boys trip. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, maybe we should all stay together. Maybe we should hang out together. Yeah. Was wasn't he there for the like to to get the watch like right or I didn't take that I did not no I don't I, think so. I thought it was no. that when the, yeah when this Ronin suit reappears he finds out there, there was a thing of with right. stuff from the Avengers right. compound was the watch there yeah I just sort of feel like the the producers of the show like gave him free tickets so he took his family and that was yeah like a trip I, yeah that sounds Christmas. right you know what I mean I I just kind of read that as like we're just gonna do a quick little trip. And then for some reason, Linda Cardellini was like, Thank I will not service. go. Yeah. I hate musical I don't theater. Go. I don't know why I, I would go. And I bet you it was like the kids wanted to go. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I don't want to watch this. And but it's like, like Hamilton like, where it's like, look, people aren't getting tickets, but you can get it. You're Hamilton, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or one of the other guys. Man, what do you think Hamilton. would happen if Hamilton, we brought him back and we put him in the audience, you know? You ever oh, think about that? That's something a lot like, of really I racist don't. things. Really yeah, racist like, things. I don't remember going down like that. <laughs> yeah. That's something I'd love to do. And I've thought about it. You say, how would you do that? Because, you know, I, I, I pluck him out. Actually, Time fuck, you know what? Spider-Man. Well, I don't think that's a spoiler. Can I spoil something that's not a spoiler from the latest Spider-Man? 
Hmm. Sure. That's, a, that's quite you. the question. Well, there you go. Yeah, you go. I'll allow it. It's it's very similar to what I've always thought of. Of like, oh man, I'd love to show. It's <laughs> a real thought I've had multiple times. I'd love to show Benjamin Franklin an iPhone. You know what I mean? I think he'd be oh man, because he found electricity with the kite and the key and all that shit. And so it's like, man, he'd think this is dope. You know what I mean? But then of course, if I showed him an iPhone and then he lived another twenty years. The big problem, right? Because he's gonna be all like, oh, I saw this thing, you know, and they fucking got YouTube. You know what I mean? I don't need him. I don't need him ruining all that shit. So what I always want to do is pluck him right before he dies. But then it kind of put him in a pocket universe, a pocket dimension where I put him in there. We're like, because if he's about to die, clearly he's about to die. But like, I don't know how Benjamin Franklin died. I assume tuberculosis. <laughs> you know, I put him in there. Nobody knows. Nobody can look it up. <laughs> Well, tuberculosis. Let's let's not you know before the horse here. If I figure out how to make a pocket dimension that I can stop time in to show people things, then I'll start worrying about how they died. I, uh, I, I got to figure out how to get to them as well. I just love and uh, don't explain anything because I get it, but I love that in the chat, <laughs> Matt Grover says, "How is this a spoiler for Spider Man?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it though. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you've seen it, you get it. If you don't. You don't, you know you what I don't. mean? Sorry, you never, sorry, you never will. Fame, you never will. You never will. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Anyways, Kate goes to the uh, Black Tie Gala. syphilis because of all the whores? Probably. Gala? He go, she goes to the gala? <laughs> oh, well, she fits <laughs> in Jack's... It was a different time, Andy. It was a different time. Jack God. is at Jack is at the uh, uh, house, and that's when she's like, Something, something's going on here. Mom's pretty close to this Jekka. And then they go. she goes to the gala? It, uh, not dressed in the dress they wanted her to. I think this is where she was like in the, you know, just a black shirt. She kind of, she looks like staff. Turns out she dressed like wait staff. And so uh, someone tries to get her to do, oh, Armand comes over and tries to get a drink from her. And she's like, I'm not that guy. She's like, oh, you're, you you had the thing. And he, he, I forget on whatever Halloween, he made fucking toaster strudel. There's some shit he did that she remembers food wise. And then uh, little Armand, Armand 12 or whatever comes over he's, and there's a funny he's a rich guy, huh? Him. He's got the toaster strudel. <laughs> you like that? That was a very <laughs> reference. I'm glad you got it. Uh, anyways, and they have a funny little Armand exchange over here, which I'm a fan of. And then, uh, oh, Armand lets it slip that uh, uh, Jack and Eleanor, uh, that's Vrier Farmiga uh, from the Conjuring universe. Uh, the devil made me do it. Uh, real quick, it, it was a lung thing. He died from oh, a lung thing. Out of a lung Not thing. syphilis. Like st- a lung, lung stabbing thing. or a lung, like, I no, got it. The, the his layers between his lung like, got inflamed. It's not good. Oof, that's going to be hard because in the pocket dimension, I don't know how that works. You know? Yeah. I don't know if we have healthcare in the pocket dimension. <laughs> <laughs> hard. Well, I don't want It's not so much the healthcare. I just need to not. I feel like you can't die when you're there, but I also mm. don't want him in extreme agony while I show him an iPhone. You know what I mean? Like, I want to go show him. Just give him a little bit of morphine, right? What I really I need do, is I time respect- travel and then the neuralizer from Men in Black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that was a cool thing, Andy. I respect though that all of this that you're 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 really worried about your comfort during this. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. No, he's worried about Benjamin infection. Franklin's comfort. Thank too. you. He Thank didn't you very much. Suffer. I mean, clearly I was right. Yeah. 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 Okay, so uh, they're engaged. What? She goes over there and confronts her mom. What? Oh, mm-hmm. She's not happy about this engagement or whatever. And Jack's weird and aloof, and we don't fully get it or whatever, right? And so then we get a. Uh, she's walking around, and eventually Armand is talking shit about Jack to the mom from the country. And then she leaves, and then Kate's like, "I'm gonna get the bottom of this one." And so Kate goes down uh, to the ye old black market auction, and all the people are rich down there. You tell Andy how much their apartments cost. I don't know, man. A bajillion oh. bananas. 
and they're down there and they're like we're gonna auction off a bunch of weird uh, weird crazy shit and everybody's like cool we're rich and we gotta spend our money on it and armand's talking shit to jack and jack's talking shit and armand made it you know it's very much like oh jack's you know he's a fucking bad guy i don't like him whatever and so like uh they're eventually like and here's the ronin suit and he's a fucking bad guy and we're gonna you know do this thing uh and they're like did they uh, yeah the watch shows up after this, right? Like we don't, we don't, the watch doesn't get a moment on stage. The right? watch is the tracksuit mafia. Like they just wow. like they, you hear them talking yeah, about yeah. it when gotcha. like, Thank the, you. during the the flurry. I just I love this scene. I love the the use of the Ronin uh, suit being auctioned off. Like I I think the setup for this was was really good, and I didn't expect it. Like this is kind of one of the things I like most about MCU, which is taking. <sighs> what I know from the comics, but then totally flipping it where like the Ronin has nothing to do with the Hawkeye comic series at all. So them adding it, there was an auction. So them kind of combining elements together, I thought they did a really good job with to make it a compelling story where I didn't know where it was going. And so uh, Tracksuit Mafia busts in, all the stuff starts going sideways. Kate, who again was established in the credits and you know from the archery thing at the funeral for her pancake dad, you know that she not only was great at archery, she was also great at like martial arts and shit. Like she would not need you to take off your shoe and lay lay down; she would just fuck you up real good. And so she sees all this shit popping up. She's like, "Well, I can do something." And there's a bunch of funny stuff here where like she's trying to get away from the waiter and st- or the like boss of the waiters and shit. And uh, she's like, "You know what? I'll put on the suit and I'll fuck some shit up." So she puts on the Ronin suit. And she starts fucking people up. And there's more funny stuff of things not uh, you know exactly going right for this first superhero. I mean, and they, they mentioned the wash and shit like that. And uh, you know she gets out and like chases them or some shit. And then if she, if she the dog shows up somewhere in here, right? And then like uh, news cameras catch all this shit. And they put it on TV and Hawkeye, he's back with his family in the hotel room. And he's like, man, what an end of my New York trip. And then he sees this on TV and he's like, ah, fucking hell. So that he goes out and he's looking for stuff. He's looking for all the, the Ronin suit. And eventually he finds it on Kate Bishop again, right? She, oh, The tracksuit mafia comes for her, right? And then she gets away from him for a second. And then he gets there. He saves her from it. And he puts her up against the thing. And she t- he takes it off. She takes it off. He's like, Hawkeye. And he's like, oh, girl, I don't know. You're a kid. You're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, kids. Whoa, I don't kid. like kids except my kids. New York's got kids? New York got kids here? Kevin. And, I have breaking news for you. Uh-huh. Sister Act 2. Morbius has been delayed <laughs> to uh... April 1st, 2022. No, which perfect. You're going to have to watch that trailer. The, more you're the per- you will be the April Fool sitting in the theater. <laughs> this fucking movie. Sorry, continue. No, you're fine. Um, and so then now we got Kate and uh, Hawkeye together, and they're they're fast friends, not really. Kate's, you know, this is the person who inspired her to do it. She takes him to her apartment where she's got a bunch of archery stuff up, and she's rich, and that's that's proven. She brings the pizza dog up there, lucky. Um, you know, they talk a little bit. Uh, she makes some reference to being like, you know, one of the greatest archers in the world or whatever. That's what people have called her, or whatever. Hawkeye kind of laughs it off. I really uh, don't think they did a good job with Lucky in this show. Like, I, it really is, especially how it all ends. I'm like, they kind of just were like, yeah, we had to do the thing, so here it is. But I don't think it really made sense story-wise. Like, the dog just kind of, like, shows up and, like, randomly, like, seems to be leading them places and shit. And it's not really explained. And what I really don't like is what we get to later, where they, like, make a big deal about what they're going to name the dog. And then they don't really have a moment for that. And then they just name it Lucky. Like, it kind of just seems like it's out of nowhere. And they, like, it, again, that, that's kind of evidence of what I'm saying about the finale feeling weirdly rushed and it it adds up and it makes sense but like in the second to last episode like grills talks about having a name for the dog and like it's the way it all happens I'm like why lucky mm-hmm. like that doesn't make sense in the comics there's like reasons for all this shit the i reasons? mean is the dog is the dog like 
Captain Marvel's cat? Like, is this dog some sort of alien that's going to save the world? That's what I'm saying. They, like, the show presents it as if it might be because it's like kind of weird. Deal. But in the comics, it's not. keep saying we got to go feed that dog. It's like, why is he going to fucking? Kill I think it's just comic relief, and I think it's the yeah. fact of like you know, a show normally doesn't acknowledge how much care a pet actually needs. And so, like, they go on these crazy adventures and do all this crazy shit, but then they have to still go walk the dog. No, yeah, that part I got. I just, I just didn't know if there was going to be some sort of payoff with Bort. But Tim, what's that. the deal with the dog in the comics? Like, how, how's the? I mean, it's. I mean, it's just like the. There's a little bit more care put into, <clears throat> and they go a little harder on like the dog, like gets the shit beat out of it by the tracksuit mafia, and like oh, the, no. the Hawkeyes save the dog. Like, it, it becomes way more of a thing of like there's a I don't reason think I behind that. I, and I'm not asking for that you necessarily. Know I mean? Like, I kind of like the tracksuit mafia, and that would made me Bro. not like them. You know? They yeah. Do, bros. Yeah. They do, bros. Uh, so they're back in the apartment. Tracksuit mafia shows up. They start trying to fuck the place up. They do a great thing where they throw a, mol- a Molotov through the window, and Clint c- catches it and throws it back. That was dope. Uh, eventually, they start the apartment on fire. The Hawkeyes have to leave the Ronin suit and evacuate. Uh, they do. They get out of there. They run to Kate's aunt's apartment, right? Uh, they set up shop there. Uh, this, uh, the, yeah, okay. So then Clint kind of is like, you know, he keeps doing the reluctant partner thing or he doesn't want to do it, so. He leaves to go get the Ronin suit. He gets there and it's already gone. It turns out the police took it already. Fireman. And so, fireman. Oh, yeah, right. Fireman. Because yeah, right. he fireman. walked into the cool fireman thing, right? This really bothered me, Greg, when it, when it happened. You weren't here for that episode. Sure. But I was like, it's really fucked up for a fireman to come into your house while it's burning Steal. and be like, I'm going to steal something. And it's not properly addressed, I feel like, in this show. In fact, the police enforcement uh, are also thieves. Remember, they steal evidence. Yeah, there's also a part at the end where the 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 cops are LARPing when they turn into their LARPing <laughs> costumes and they just start beating everyone up. I'm like, you don't need a LARPing costume. You're a cop. Well, <laughs> Put I, your I uniform learned, on. Nobody was listening, so remember? Nobody was listening. What I liked You're a that, what I liked, officer. Yeah, <laughs> but what I liked about that, that was commentary on the fact that, like, heroes in this world mean more, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was very poorly handled. It was yeah, it was great. It wasn't like, great. Or was you dumb. could just call all your friends who are also NYPD officers and have them come up as backup. And it's also weird that you're working. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Uh, and so that happens. And then while that was happening, Kate goes to talk to her mother to tell. Oh, right. I've totally skipped that. I'm sorry. When she got away in the Ronin suit the first time uh, in episode one, she went to Armand's and found him dead, killed by a sword. And Jack, of course, had the Ronin sword. Or, no, he was trying to get the Ronin. He, Jack likes swords. We knew that. So she goes yeah, there and tells question. her mom, like Jack. Yeah. Quick spoiler Like, do we ever find out what happens to Armand? I feel like Vera Farmiga stabbed him with a sword, right? Yeah. Um, but, oh, like the actual Jack. murder? Like, yeah. Like, there's no, there's, I mean, that's the assumption we make because it turns out maybe Vera she Farmiga. hired Yelena. You know what maybe. I mean? I feel like they yeah, left, we the, really they were just, they left that. that open. We don't really hmm. care. We don't care about Armand. Yeah. I know, that's just, <laughs> but it's just I said I said this theory. I I think one of the first recap episodes. I'm so glad they killed his ass. He was just like not a good or character that I was like, ah, when he died, I'm like, thank God, I don't have to see this dude on screen anymore because he just was not a good character. I didn't like the acting. I didn't like the dude playing it. It was just <laughs> way too cartoony. So fuck that guy. Yeah, well, fuck that I don't guy. Know. Speaking of cartoony, in this episode, after they. They figure out the LARPing thing. I forget how. So Hawkeye goes to the LARP. 
and he's gonna get the suit from the guy the the thieving uh, uh fire department man and then he's like cool but let me kill you in the larp and then i'll give you the thing and man of his word he does he, you know hawkeye lets him kill him and then he gives him the suit and it's like all right all's well that ends well on this thing you know what i mean yeah like super, super fun scene i liked this this larping scene um i feel like it was the right amount of comedic but cool with action and all that stuff and and grills the the firefighter character he's from the comics as well and like he's a much more main character i would say they're not there's no larpers in the comics but um he is one of the main people that live in the apartment they're at and i like that they kind of gave him that the larping thing i thought was interesting i just didn't like where they took it and how they handled it but Same. this episode i thought they did mm -hmm. a really good job with it and so now that he has the suit back, he knows he's got to, before he can go home to his family for Christmas, who he sent home already the kids, uh, he knows he has to uh, end this or, you know, they'll keep coming for Kate Bishop since they know it's Kate Bishop. And so he gets captured by the tracksuit mafia on purpose. And, you know, it's very much like uh, Natasha in the beginning of Avengers, right, where she is captured and then they call and she's like i was actually he's about to give me everything uh he's there you know getting the information he needs from him and then kate bishop they're looking for kate kate falls through a skylight trying to save him uh she's captured uh this is the introduction of echo right where it's uh she's there and they come in and like brief her like we got him or whatever some shit like that and so the the the, the uh, it's another episode now um i think i guess do they do they open here with her backstory of her dad getting killed and all that shit? I'm just gonna talk. Okay, yeah, I believe. Oh so. yeah, yeah. You right. watch we, it. We right? do get a scene. Uh, I think the the opener of it is um, them at the little karate school, um, and that it kind it's of is the first first tease of Uncle being yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Fisk. And then one thing that's interesting here um, that I, I saw pointed out from New Rock Stars is in the credits, uh, one of the boys that she's not one of the ones she fights, but like one of the karate kids in the background um, is uh, cat. Or, credited as young Kazi. So mm -hmm. it kind of like fills in that like the 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 assumption being that Kingpin is raising these kids to be fighters. And like the gotcha. the tracksuit mafia, the all of them were the kids. Oh, okay, interesting. I like that. But yeah, we had the her backstory right of being a I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I was very confused on Kazi's age. Cause we see him when her when uh, her dad gets killed, right? And he mm -hmm. looks Similar to how he is now, right? Age wise, or no? No, I guess we don't. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get the whole thing right of like, you know, her dad was killed by Ronan in the shop or whatever. Uh, she is, of course, deaf and she's, you know, Great. Been... I remembered they talk about <laughs> it and he was already working for her dad. Gotcha. And he was like, well, you weren't there. That was weird. Why weren't you there? So he was old enough to work. I, I thought she was very young when the dad died. So it's just he's employed. No, I always thought young. it was like a, just a few years ago, right? It was like a year before this, like they brought everyone back, right? I guess you well, or like four years. Like four years. Yeah, I don't think yes. it was that long ago Somewhere in the history there. of this. I am confused as to why he killed the dad and who who ordered him to kill the dad. Kingpin, Kingpin ordered. So he was well, working Kingpin for the Kingpin. Didn't, no, Kingpin didn't order him to kill. I think Kingpin like leaked information. Yeah. Ah, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so that uh, to get he would him come killed, and kill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, you get her whole backstory. You know, uh, she has to be smarter and faster than everybody because of uh, her hearing impairment. So it's made in that she's like pushed herself super far. And that's why she's like, you know, killing machine kind of thing. And she uh, has the prosthetic leg as well, uh, yeah. which the, the actress really had. The actress is really deaf and has a prosthetic oh. leg. Uh, Echo, the character in the comics, does not have a prosthetic leg. So that is more of a MCUification story they're going with, which I that's think cool. is pretty cool. Yeah, that's very really cool. cool. 
Um, and so she, you know, comes out and signs a bunch to Clint and he's like, I'm not deaf. I'm just here. I'm just impaired or I'm just hard of hearing or whatever. Um, and I forget, I'm going to toss it in here. It must have probably happened earlier when she, he was talking to Kate and she was like, because this is the first time he uses a hearing aid right in the MCU. And she's like, what happened? And he's like, take your pick or whatever. Or like he has a quick flashback of all the different things he's done with the Avengers. And oh, right. And shit. Taken, I'm like, that's yeah. really good. That's really good. That's like great. That Sets of Christmas music. I, I love the use of Christmas music this entire thing. And I think it really gives the show a cohesive vibe. vibe. Sure. Uh, if you need more information on that, of course, there was this lady named Mary. God came, what God was like, you're pregnant with my we son. We don't need the plot of Christmas, Greg. <laughs> uh, and so they, you know, eventually, of course, they're the Hawkeye, so they bust out of this the, their thing or whatever, and then they, they get outside there on the run. They fight a Fucking bunch. Fucking awesome fighting, though. I want to give oh, a dude, shout yeah, out. I was, was going to get the yeah. Uh, ben and KB Toys, like, doing all yeah. the fights of, with all that shit was, I think, freaking awesome. And again, tying into the Christmas shit great job into this chase scene that this was this chase scene is so fucking cool like oh, so fucking cool right and it's it's both the one shot great action shot incredibly well it's funny right because this is the whole thing hawk i can't hear her so she's talking like they're having this these kind of, but then it's like they're syncing up even though they're not, like by they're off like by a sentence on a few different things which is great uh yeah, I, I wish i wish they didn't use it in promotional material because I think it was like probably the standout moment for me, uh, just like in terms of the creative use of camera work. And I, I just thought it was really neat and a cool thing that I wasn't expecting from a show like this. So I kind of wish it wasn't used in the early promotional material because it's it's so dope and it's still as cool when you watch it. But still, I was kind of bummed out about that. I do. I, I like that. It's also set up for a joke later, though. I think if I'm mistaken, this is how this episode ends when they go to the, the train station and they're on the subway. And she starts off with like, we got to go feed that dog. And then like, gets oh, yeah. with them. and then he's like a, a beat later. He goes, Hey, we got to go feed that dog. <laughs> like yeah. he wasn't, he couldn't hear a word she was saying. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, yeah. And so, yeah, they have this whole thing and the trick arrows and there's, you know, there's crazy putties and things getting shot from all the cool, crazy arrows. And then, yeah, eventually I didn't see it. I don't, rem- I don't know how much this was revealed. I, I guess I didn't see a lot of trailers for it. Uh, but then she uses the pim arrow, right. To drop. I thought so that was fucking so cool. fucking cool. That wasn't, so cool. that wasn't shown. Okay. Was, okay, okay yeah. Okay. It was like the, what Andy's talking about is they showed like two and a half minutes of this clip in the uh, Disney plus day. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. Uh, so they get away, and like Nick said, yeah, there's this uh, good conversation on the subway. Uh, you know, there's a conversation. Uh, you know, the, in the apartment, they they go back to that apartment, the aunt's apartment, right? And there's he doesn't have the hearing aid, and his son calls, right, but he calls on his daughter's phone or, or his, his wife's phone, and so like Kate Bishop has to give notes of what he's saying and stuff like this, and it's really well done and well acted, I think, right? Both the her frantically trying to give the information, Hawkeye's depression and weight of being a dad and wanting to go home but trying to do the right thing and the kids asking when he's kind of come home for christmas and shit it's just so well done or whatever i I love it too because i if i remember correctly this is the scene where he is uh in like a tank top and you see all his tattoos and shit and i I just love the the visuals of him just being so beat down and like that is clearly ronin you know and it's like he Mm -hmm. can't shed that like that is part of who he he can you know grows hair out and all that stuff but like here's this this dad like just being a dad and he can't get away from being this killer how Uh, do you think it felt when he was like all right no more faux hawk like what like oh i think it was sad it's a sad commitment right that fucking haircut might have been one of the coolest haircuts ever (laughs) it's so dope i'm with you that so many people disagree but fuck them all they're wrong so they go to some like uh electronic new york shop whatever get the hearing aid fixed um 
then it's all right, cool. Let's go. My mom runs some super crazy, you know, uh, security system. Let's go to her house. We'll log into her house. We'll be able to find. Oh, uh, stuff on Echo and Kazi. Is that who we're looking for? I forget who we're looking for at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Find more stuff in the tracksuit mafia. Okay, cool. Uh, they go there, and it ends on a really lame cliffhanger. I thought of like Jack with the sword getting hawkeye and it's cliffhanger and you pick up the next thing that exactly what you think would happen happens kate comes out and she's like oh don't worry that's my friend hawkeye and like oh hawkeye the avenger who saved the world no just new york uh-huh. and they're like all right cool yeah blah blah all right cool <laughs> that's what they said. Like, any you? any moment there was anything uh, similar to what we had with that cliffhanger i just thought like oh, kingpin oh this is kingpin yeah. <laughs> oh, this, it, it's, it reminds me a lot of when me greg jen and gia went to go watch the selena movie mm-hmm. and at every turn jen wasn't sure how selena the singer dies <laughs> so anything that happened in the movie jen was like oh is this where it happens is this where she oh does she fall off that bridge oh does she like die the best, in the, the in the ferris wheel <laughs> like this was remember there's this scene in, this is a jennifer lopez movie uh where they're driving on like the highway in a convertible and they're like i forget if they start kissing or if they're like Woo, wooing and jen was convinced that they were gonna like the car somebody's gonna get a head-on collision and kill them <laughs> and it wasn't until Yolanda showed up and the entire audience booed her that she's like this lady must have something to do with it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i'm trying to key in on this yeah. <laughs> anyways though all is well that ends well. See you guys later. I'm Hawk. I'm going to leave. And then as he leaves, uh, Vera Formiga, the mom from The Conjuring, the devil made me do it, comes over and is like, listen, just fucking stay away from my daughter. She's not a superhero. And Hawk is like, uh-huh. Sure. No problem. Because he's he doesn't want to work with her anyway. But she's just, you know, doing her thing. She keeps doing it. Um, she has that, like, a really, like, powerful line. Because he, he doesn't – is this when he says, uh, like, she's she's really good and she's like, Natasha was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like, right, right. Damn. Yeah. Got him. Um. Then they get back together somehow. I fucking forget. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Something else she, happens she here. Leaves, he leaves she leaves him and, a bunch of messages, right? Right. Yeah. She, yeah. she contacts uh, 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 uh. him. But also, they get. We have like weird father daughter <laughs> mother daughter stepdad time, right? Where they're all hanging out. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, this is this is where we start to get. This is where Haley Steinfeld kind of starts to warm up to Tony Dalton as stepdaddy, and he yeah. he sees them being cute together, and she's like, "Oh wow, they're actually this is kind of adorable," and I see why she likes this guy. And the reason why I was laughing earlier, Greg, has nothing to do with what we're talking about now. I just thought about. <laughs> I forgot what interview it was where Tim walked to the restroom, but Greg was like, hey, should we skip forward in the oh, plot? Jesus, yeah. Gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> I forgot what that was that? Yeah, It was a movie we didn't like. I, I forgot what that was for. It was so like yeah, no, the right? sad part about oh, that is Oh, it was Ghostbusters actually... uh, 2016. It was Ghostbusters oh, 2016. Right, right, right. The sad part is, Tim, we did it. We actually skipped forward. <laughs> like, in the plot yeah tim came hey, back tim and was like wow everything. Tim knows everything. don't worry about it uh this is where uh the watch gets reintroduced uh there's a tracking signal that's giving off uh, uh laura the uh, mrs hawkeye she knows all this she's telling hawkeye hawkeye and kate go to get it and they find it across the thing and then they're going to use like uh He's like talking about how they should do it. And then Kate runs off and does it on her own. Right. I'm getting this right. And she gets in there and it turns out that, it, oh, then it turns out it is Echo's apartment. Like, oh, God, you got to get out of there. And so then all oh, hell breaks loose. Going off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was oh, the, the silent it, alarm. Yeah. The silent alarm. Right. 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 Um, and then she 
does Echo get her in the apartment or does she get all the way over and then Echo gets her over there? Gets her we over get to there. whatever Nat- happens. Natasha gets her, right? No, Yelena. Echo- yeah, we have the whole we have a whole fight oh, over yeah, on the Yelena, next rooftop sorry. of Yelena, Echo, Kate, and Clint. In a really fun time, really cool thing. She's yeah. uh, Yelena's masked at this point. We don't know it's her. Yeah, I think you're right. I think actually echoed. I don't know. They all get they, over there. They fight yeah. at one point. So by hook or crook, they're all over there fighting. Um, you know, you think Yelena should be able to kill everybody pretty easily, but she's not. And then uh, at some point, uh, Kate gets knocked off the side of the building. Hawkeye gets her and saves her, but he screams Nat, right? Or he screams Natasha or something like that. And I think they play the the sting from uh, Endgame. Or not. Yeah. They play the music. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he saves her, and that's kind of the moment for him of like, this is fucking over. I can't do this. I'm not going to lose another partner. More than that, too. I, I said this in the Please. screencast, but uh, something I really like is the earlier they set up the what's the most, the dopest shot you ever took. And he's like, the mm. one I didn't take. And it was how yeah. about uh, Black Widow or yeah. um, Natasha and uh kate has a shot on yelena and doesn't take it which is really cool yep. love this this whole scene love y- love yelena coming here uh dope as cool reveal of her at the end yeah i didn't fully get why her i forget i, for, I remember watching it and it being fresh me like i don't understand why this fight diffused the way it did but it diffuses and everybody goes their separate ways um and that's when clint's like it's over kate and she's like no the dog and so then the episode ends <laughs> and then the next episode begins and it's the fucking dope shit i was talking about earlier right where it's you know here we go it's uh, uh yelena and one of the other black widows and they're going around trying to free the other black widows and shit like we saw at the end of black widow and she got the red stuff like you know the stick you break and it wakes them up and so eventually they get to a really fancy house and one of the black widows is there and they break the thing in her face and she's like what the fuck was that and she's like i don't think she was under the drugs influence she's like what what are you doing she's like what we were trained to do killing for money and it's this really fun scene and then it's them hanging out and kind of catching up a bit and then yeah yelena goes to the bathroom and starts washing her hands and does the hand the her getting blipped so but cool. then it comes right back and the room changes around her That's and she so comes awesome. back out into what seems to be another person's house but is in fact that oh they're black widows reform life now with her husband and child or whatever and so she so gets good. briefed and this is you know we're catching up on how this all happened and you know she's i gotta talk to my sister and we all of course know can't can't talk to a pancake Once you get a pancake it's over, you, i you mean you can't talk to a pancake but good luck having the pancake respond exactly pancake you want to talk back um and so then we're back in new york obviously um okay uh, bishop is dejected because of course clint won't this is where the stuff happens this is where he, he, she's calling him over and over and over again he won't answer um uh, this is where kate looks into it and finds that it's a the the jack she finds this shell corporation that it is assigned to jack's name she's gonna blow this whole fucking thing wide open um she does mom doesn't oh no mom does believe her when she does this they arrest jack that's like the end of the episode i'm skipping stuff here um clint's doing stuff what's clint doing i don't uh he's at the thieving fire department man's house he's staying there Grills. for a while remember he mm-hmm. had nowhere to go he's at girl's house right. bear girls um you'd think he'd have somewhere to go though what is this and this is where he sets up does he tell you know he get a four this is where he sets up a meeting with echo in the ronin outfit right and they meet by a car probably yeah 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 she's supposed to go alone he takes everyone out yeah great scene great (laughs) great scene where he meets up with uh what's his name fozzy bear Kazi. 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 Kazi Bear. Right, right. When he meets up with Fozzie Bear and he's like, 
yo, have her meet me. And then, you know, we get that great sequence of him like, Can I have uh, my gun back? throwing out the gun, throwing the gun in the Damn. back of the window. So it's a great yeah. sequence. Great Ready. sequence. And this uh, where he lays it out for her of like, listen, like this was a setup and you know, why wasn't Kazi there if he was second in command? He puts all the doubt in her head or whatever. Uh, yeah. Just some, some comic stuff for you guys of like how it differs from this in the, the Hawkeye comic run that we keep talking about. Like Kazi is one of the, the main villains and he he's the clown is his name and he's dope as hell. He's scary as hell and he ends up killing Grills and it's like a big pivotal moment of like, fuck, this shit's getting way too real. And I feel like this would have been cool. It just missed that moment and it kind of just rushes to the end. I feel like if we had a couple more episodes, we would have had that type of turn. Uh, but instead, they just kill him off unless yeah, they that... don't. And in which there's like two fake deaths at the end of this episode, which would be bizarre. And and that's what I'm saying, Tim. Like, I, I feel like it needs more of the. Like, although we saw the old guy die in episode one, so that's not necessarily true. But like, I just I wanted a bit more stakes out of this. I wanted more danger and i wanted more tension in between what was happening and i think that could have been something that was like oh shit like this is real right now um and you kind of feel like the characters in, are in danger and then you get Hilly seinfeld just joking around a lot with yelena so it's like ah, is it I, I don't feel it even though this is really entertaining and it's good it's not necessarily what i want out of these sequences you know well, and then that I skipped over here. Well, I mentioned it way long ago, but not in this plot recap of the great scene between Yelena and Kate Bishop at the table the with the cheese. mac and cheese and the hot yeah. sauce and stuff. And I love that. See, I and think, I think Florence Pugh did a good job there of turning that that tide, though, where they go from fun to like she does a really. I think she's yeah, ca- she, very she capable. Serious. And when she gets serious, you feel it. I think in that scene. Yeah, but it's the problem of. I think I'm not. I don't mind that they don't sync up, but stick with me because I think at the end of Black Widow, when Julia Louis Dreyfus gives her the thing and like this is your next target, she opens up and it's Hawkeye. I was like, holy shit, she's gonna try to kill Hawkeye. Then in this show, her talking to Kate Bishop, to Andy's point, I never felt like the stakes were high. I was like, you're not gonna kill Hawkeye. Clearly, you're talking. So it's interesting that you're talking because I feel like you're not acting like a Black Widow assassin and clearly you're both good guys like we're not mm. even playing with you being an anti-hero or being on the wrong path that much right because the way this is going and even when you know later on in the next episode when they do the hallway se- fight scene and they're running and stuff and like it's like oh stop making stop saying things that make me like you and he's like i'm very charming and it's like this is all great and i love them playing off of each other but again i had no stakes that like i you i think it's as clear as day elaine is going to get to hawkeye and they're going to have a he's going to say do something to get out to Martha. make her see right yeah exactly a martha moment instead he just whistles doesn't even say a mom's name it's lame uh you know but it's like that's the thing is i i at the end of black widow i was like shit stakes and from her introduction to this show like i was saying of like i don't know why this rooftop fight diffuses i was like oh okay well we're never really gonna get anything out of it. not that we need something out of it because i enjoy the character so much like i i actually after the introduction of or i guess reintroduction of yelena i went back and watched uh, black widow again and i was like man i really like this character i'm excited she's here i'm excited she's in the show and the mcu this way but again i i was no longer afraid of her or what she could do mm-hmm. it's it's an Same. interesting place we're in right now and i think a lot of this is due to covid uh both for production and then for release schedule of these movies and shows but how they all uh line up and what changes are made to to work with that like the like kevin was talking about earlier with no way home and uh the one of the episodes of the show coming out in the same week and like the reveals that they had like that must have been a coincidence to some extent but it must have been planned to another but like they weren't supposed to originally come out the same week like no way homes 
date shifted all over the place, whereas Hawkeye was always going to come out in the holiday season, right? So it's interesting to take that and look at the last couple shows and like some of the threads back in the day with uh, MCU post credit stingers and all that stuff, we'd get a setup and we'd get that shit addressed within the next movie or two, right? Mm-hmm. We're now in this interesting place where there's so many things happening and whether it's a movie or TV show or otherwise that things are being set up that we are not coming back to. Like Mordo being introduced or, or like set up in Doctor Strange uh, post-credits, like we're finally going to get that many years later. Everything else we've kind of had buttoned up. The bill always comes due. The uh, Falcon Winter Soldier setting up um, the Agent 13 as the uh, power broker right it's like cool we haven't seen that yet but then there's also julie restrifus who was introduced in that show then in hawkeye chronologically right around each other how we watched it she's the one sending yelena after um hawkeye but then she's not in this show and it's kind of implied that uh the the mom was it's not even implied it's it's straight up at the end of this episode like who hired me was your mom it's all type of shit that like they can easily explain in Echo or in a different show or at some point where they're just like, yeah, they work together and this is what Julia Louis Stryfus is doing or whatever. But right now it just kind of feels messy. And like I don't well, like that. For me, I think it's as simple as Julia Louis Dreyfus is the manager, right? That like Vera Formiga hires someone to kill Hawkeye and that's that got routed to whatever organization Julia Louis Dreyfus is running or whatever. I just think it gets real messy when that's true. And again, I said this earlier, but like the show adds up. It all makes sense. I just wish they did more interesting things because that's all true. But then we're also dealing with Kingpin. Yeah. You know, like that's the, that one extra element. That's like, well, that's way cooler than this shit, you know, for sure. For sure. That's the big thing, right? We already talked about uncle. We, uh, you had a, uh, you know, a voice that we're like, oh, it's Vincent D'Onofrio. That's the man who likes sugar water. Uh, This is the one at the very end where Kate and, clint yeah uh are together again and she's got a photo or he's got a photo that or she's got a photo a tape no yelena sent that's right yelena sends the message i know who hired me it was your mom and in it is a video of uh uh, of kingpin meeting with uh vera formiga from the conjuring the devil made me do it and so then that's the cliffhanger because it's like an image but then the next one opens with the actual meeting itself of kingpin and her getting together and talking and, you know, they've been working together a long time. It's been a good thing. But now Kate's too close to it. So Vera Farmiga's like, I'm out. The devil can't make me do this. Oh, and Kingpin's shit. like, actually, I have the cool Kingpin uh, staff, the mm-hmm. walking stick from uh, Kingpin stuff, and most notably the Spider-Man anime series. And uh, you are going to do this. And she's like, no, I won't do it. And uh, there was a moment, though, where I thought the walking, I thought the, the, the cane was a walking stick that from Matt Murdock. I had that moment. Oh, neat. Okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, 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 shit. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's Kingpin. Like, we've known, mm-hmm. like, at least I knew just based on kind of, I remember, I think it was maybe episode three where Kevin and Nick were like, I don't know who, like, who are y'all hinting to? It's like, no spoilers, but Tim, I think I kind of know. And I was really excited to get Kingpin. I just didn't love this Kingpin. I really didn't I- like it. I think that I liked his brutality and physicality and the MCUification of him ripping the car door off and all that stuff. But I just think for how this show kind of slow teased and slow built him up with all the uncle stuff and like just what's going on to have him be this brutal and shit was cool. But he kind of felt like a non-factor, like to have him going up against Kate Bishop and like it, it just felt like he was beating her ass. Cool. But then for him to die at the end, the way he did, it was just kind of like, huh, that's what you're going to do with Kingpin's introduction to the MCU. It felt really fucked up because I feel like if you hadn't 
watch Daredevil, which I recommend you do, at least seasons one and three, uh, you, and how cool Kingpin is in there, mm-hmm. I just don't think Kingpin would be so boots on the ground for this. And a grand, okay, well, this is the MCU version, and, you know, a million things you can make as many, not excuses, but storylines that just haven't been shown yet, right? Of, like, well, during the blip, he, you know, like whatever the hell, sure, it's he's in a different place, but still, it felt weird that, like, he's, like, when well, shit think, goes south, he's like, I'm going to be fucking boots on the ground. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to be the guy who stops all this shit. I think it just felt like he had more of a personal stake in this. And I think they were trying to develop that with his connection to Maya and sort of the fact that like even the fact that he knew sign language showed that that, that this person meant more to him than the average like street thug that he would employ like keeping his employee sure, sure so sure. i i just kind of i liked that aspect of it i liked that there was like and that, that was something that i liked that they introduced in the daredevil series which was that they showed sort of like the the, the, the sort of two-dimensional kingpin but then because of his love for this woman they showed a little Minnesota. bit more of a tender side and like he had to be a little bit more I like um it's, you know he had to think around problems a little bit more than just kind of kill people and stuff like that so they, they gave him an added dimension i think in that but to me that was like I mean, am I wrong for thinking that that is the sort of kingpin introduction? Like, we've got Daredevil now in Spider-Man, so are we not going to get another series where it's Matt Murdock versus Vincent D'Onofrio? I mean, I hope that's Echo. Mm. I would hope Echo is yeah. that. It's Echo versus Kingpin. I need somebody who knows Kingpin inside and out. Daredevil, Daredevil does. Let's fucking yeah. roll. Yeah. That's That'd cool. Be cool. Yeah, that yeah I mean, I, I didn't... I and don't also think... that... Oh, sorry. Team up. I think that would also be such an easy workaround to what we were just talking about. Of like, Echo seems cool, but I don't know if I'd watch her show if the fucking show is her well, so own hunting kingpin and the fucking Daredevil's I mean, like, oh, I got it too. Let me, let me just put it this way. Let me put it in terms that people can understand. Greg, when you finally kill Andy, do you, yeah. so are you going to send Kevin to do that or do you want to see the light go out in Andy's eyes for yourself? It's a great call. That's a great call. In this situation, like, I'm kingpin, Andy's Vera Farmiga, right? Yeah, like, but I, you, I would you definitely raised... send Kevin to kill. Okay, but then who is Tim? I think Tim's very. But like, no, like you're. Remember, he doesn't <laughs> yeah, show up. I think Andy's Echo. <laughs> I think Andy's Echo. Tim's very far me. I will be Kate Bishop. Cousy? I'll be Cozzy. Yeah, Cozzy. <laughs> Does he show up to kill Echo? Is that what his motivation is when he shows up? Eventually, yeah. I mean, no, he wants, I think he, he was. You're, I think you're right because he he's he sends like, Cozzy to kill her. Yeah. He's he's the like he gets hit by a car, right? Yeah, through the the, <laughs> yeah, through the shop and the yeah. thing. Yeah. I see. I love the like brutality, the like crazy strength. I didn't think we get a, we got enough time with him to like establish who yeah. he is as a person, it's, especially because the though. time that we got with him was with a family member, which people always act different with their family members, you know. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But, but he had those strength moments, if I'm not mistaken, in like season three of Daredevil when he was in the prison yard beating the shit out of everyone. Oh no, he's super yeah. strong. He I'm not saying it's like impossible. Well, well yeah. so yeah, but it, I mean, there's I think a lot of questions on whether or not. Like the this um, the kingpin is like a similar one or I you know <laughs> listen you can make fun of my gala talk all you want but kingpin is <laughs> I just saw Tim's face kingpin this is going a lot longer than I wanted to you know I mean <laughs> trying to land a plane I thirty minutes I'm so tired Wikipedia I opened the Wikipedia to look just to see what and it turns out everybody Eleanor killed Armand. And framed Jax. There you go. That's what uh, Wikipedia says. So thank you, everybody. Is that right? That's Kevin kind of just lashing out. <laughs> bing, bing. I, don't, I don't like spending this much time with you all. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, then it's the Christmas party, right? And they're going to go there and, and uh, confront mom about it. They do. Uh, mom, And then they all the NYPD and firefighter uh, LART people are there undercover as like waiters and waitresses. Uh, Barton's there doing his Barton thing. Um, 
Kate Bishop confronts her mom. She is like the whole thing of like, you know, Kingpin and I have been working. We owe him money, yada, yada, yada. Um, well, now he's trying to kill you. What? And then Yelena shows up at the party too. And Kate Bishop like, Ooh, and then Hawkeye's out there just chatting it up with people being like, I'm Hawkeye, everybody. Ping. And he's like shooting. He's not shooting stuff. I, that would be, that wouldn't. And so he's at a window or whatever with another guy. And then the, they start talking and he notices on the waitress's chest, the laser from Kuz's uh, fucking uh, rifle across the street or whatever. So he gets them down, shots fired, everybody panics, everybody starts running. Uh, Yelena's like, this is my chance. She starts making her move. Lisa's uh, my chance. Every, I, 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 hated, I hated the TikTok that said, why does she sound like Gru and Despicable Me? <laughs> I was like, no, don't ruin this for me. I love her. Uh, this is where, you know, Hawkeye goes down to the 12th floor because he's going to shoot over there to stop the koozie with the rifle and then yelena goes to the elevator and kate's like how are you gonna find him and you know where he's gonna no impossible no and then she looks and it stops at 12 it's like 12 so they both get in the elevator and then kate keeps trying to hit the buttons but she keeps stopping her but she finally it. goes and she's like, that's just annoying it's such, gets a, off. it's such a like it's really not cool man it's such a good yeah. response yeah, and they have a great. Then they have the great fight scene we were talking about through like the floor or whatever. Love it. I, I thought this was such a great example of like what I want to see from or what I appreciate most about MCU fight scenes is there's the banter with fun choreography with great camera work. Put that all together with actresses that we want to see. You got to win. Uh, you know, I, I, I I do think. Uh, again, I'm gonna be the downer on this one. Here it is. Um, it. here the fuck. Prepare oh, everybody. Fucking damn it. The chemistry that they have and the back and forth that they're having, I feel like will be much more appropriate when they are teammates, partners, buddy cop in some uh, fashion in the future. I don't think it quite works here because and just not to reiterate and beat a dead horse, but just in terms of stakes and danger, it's like he's on the way to kill your friend and like we're kind of just laughing about it and it's silly as hell. And I I'm excited to see this chemistry in the future when it's more of like antagonistic buddy cop type shit. Mm -hmm. See, I, I will, I gave this a pass because at no point did I feel like Kate Bishop thought she was going to be able to best, uh, uh, Yelena. Yeah. And at no point did Yelena feel that Kate Bishop was a threat to her. And so I feel yeah. like the lightheartedness of it kind of works because both of them know the score, mm -hmm. so to speak. Kate's just literally trying to be as charming as possible to, to make Yelena stop. And Yelena's just trying not to hurt this person that she honestly probably just wants to go out for a drink with, um, which they both reference in various conversations. But I agree with you. I mean, there are, to Greg's earlier point, we know Yelena's not going to kill Hawkeye, right? We know that they're going to have that. I could have written exactly how that scene was going to go. Uh, and, and it worked out pretty well, even though I thought it was poignant when we get to that point where they square off against each other on the ice. Um, but having said that, I do love the way that scene is shot. I love that they just, it's kind of echoing that longer shot, but it's just going through that, like a just dawing left going through that thing. I thought that was really, really fun. Mm -hmm. And so eventually she breaks away, Yelena, and gets out the window, and then Hawkeye sees her coming because then the thing gets cut, and he gets out the window, and then they run, and then he gets in the tree somehow. And then well, rather than just climb down the tree, or you know what I mean, do anything. He just hangs on the tree, and then K. Bishop is like, "I'm gonna shoot down the tree." He's like, "You're gonna what?" The tree falls uh, down, and he's fine. And then, uh, then the, the big fight on the ice. We're at Rock, 30 Rockefeller Center. Uh, spoilers for Spider-Man. Spoilers for Spider-Man. 
whole bunch of clowns were like, oh, Spider-Man's going to swing on through and save the... No, the tree fucking comes down, so the timeline doesn't even add up anymore. And that sucks. Because, I mean, like that would have been so fucking cool. Obviously, there's so many rights reasons why that is impossible to actually happen, but sure it's christmas it's new york it's the same year the tree it's the same place we saw spider-man go but come on come on i'm right there with you of like i think especially for the tone of the show which has been lighthearted and funny i held out hope too until the tree came down i held out hope that it was going to be what we got of the hawkeyes doing all the trick arrows fighting all the things and just hey hawkeye you guys need help no we got it oh okay cool arrows and swings away like that's all i thought i was looking for or at the very end again because like we're talking about rogers musical is being teased in spider-man it's on billboards and uh spider-man's or uh, the spider-man movie right i was hoping that again they make us sit through this entire musical thing and then cut the audience and peter's in the audience like i and somebody i'm stealing this from i think fucking twitter subreddit tiktok i just leaned over to somebody i used to know them or something like that would have been funny (laughs) Uh, but we get into that tree fall sound. Then we get into you know just like the fucking again great callback to the comics in terms of how comic books work. Also, every video game you've ever played, all the fucking cars show up. And just <laughs> millions of tracksuit mafia guys are coming out, just getting clown, just grunts that aren't a threat. We're just using arrows. We're having fun. We're fucking shit up, killing them all or whatever. Men were uh, brutally shrunken to die taken so away by an that owl that was funny right that was funny as hell oh, those dead. that owl ate those men now oh, what are yeah. we gonna do no, i don't know hit of scott come on those guys would be really strong right because the, the way they've set up the thing is if you're really small you've got a lot of mass so you punch the owl it's fine they'll fight their they'll fight their way that one of them is dying that one of them doesn't understand that and he's just terrified by a fucking building and size you punch owl inside its mouth him. you punch out punch out he's taking it back to the baby owls those guys so, are they're fucked. gonna kill baby owls. A lot of mu- lot a lot of simultaneous things happen here. But remember, uh Hawkeye and Yelena have their confrontation. Uh he she's really trying to she's fighting with him again, not really trying to kill him, but fighting him. And then you know, he's not really swinging back, and eventually he just does the whistle. And she's like, Oh, he's like, and then maybe she's unbelievable when you know not nah, uh save the day or whatever. Uh you should sacrifice yourself. It's you know, the whole like sad you know oh, my friend died my friend's a pancake i tried to kill myself she was better than me and so uh then you know well that then eventually they become not friends but like it's cool uh i understand it's cool when she walks away she says that i understand it's cool uh then you know kingpin there, like we said fine like yeah. it's fine again yeah. it works it makes sense but it's like it is weird to me that we've now had a hawkeye show and the most hawkeye growth we got is still tied to natasha it's like it's just all about Black Widow, which is fine. It just kind of feels like, huh? I kind of just wish we got something more interesting than the way that this ends with Yelena. Where Yelena's at right now, I'm kind of like, all right, cool. That the whistle put her on a good path instead. Like, I it it gets messy in ways I don't, I don't really love. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the Kingpin stuff like you're talking about. So you know, Eleanor was trying to get away, but Kingpin stops it. But then the uh, Kate Bishop shows up and Kate Bishop fights him in a toy store and it doesn't look good for Kate Bishop. But then against all odds, she's able to overcome and incapacitate the Kingpin. Then she incapacitates her mom. The cops take her. Away. Is this what you do? Superheroes do. They put their mothers in jail on prison. Or, I'm sorry. You mothers in jail man. on Christmas. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're going to get Kingpin. He's gone. Uh, then Kingpin's trying to get away, and Echo's there. And he's like, oh, my daughter. And then she's like, nah. She pulls a gun. He's like, mm-hmm. and then we cut away, and you hear the gunshot. And then it's Kate Bishop and Clint. 
uh, man, job well done. We saved the day kind of thing. Hip, hip, hooray. And then there's some funny stuff there. Oh, the costumes were cool, by the way. Didn't talk about that. I liked, I liked Hawkeye's costume. I like her costume. Uh, that's they were cool, thing. but I, I just, again, I don't really like how the LARPers were handled in the later episodes. Sure. And they, they built up a reveal for the costumes, which I am a sucker for. I always love big costume reveals. We got in Falcon Winter Soldier. We got in WandaVision, and they've been dope. But with this, like, Disney Plus spoiled it. Like, the banner image had yep. them in the costumes 100%. the whole mm-hmm. time. And it's just like... It's just weird because it, it, they treated it, they half treated it like a reveal, but then otherwise they were just kind of, eh, they're here. I think, I mean, to your earlier point, though, about the Hawkeye, like not really having too much more of a of an arc or like a learning lesson. I think this sort of that that to me was the lesson, right, that he learned that he needed to mentor this person and like and to take a step back from being a hero and usher in the new generation of heroes, which he's clearly doing with Elena and with Kate Bishop. And so I think that like I, I loved that moment with where she's like, you wear the costume. He's like, yeah, that was like the, that was the moment he was like, I'm all in, I'm all in on being your mentor now and like ushering in this thing. And so then, uh, you know, it's time we got to make it back to Missoula, Montana or wherever the hell they're hiding. You know what I mean? And so Hawkeye shows back up and the kid's like, you made it. And he's like, I sure did kids. It's Christmas. And I got these presents wrapped somehow. And then, uh, yeah, Nick, did anyone else think, okay, so you knew that there was going to be a reveal, right? Where he's like, you coming. And then Kate comes from around the car and you're like oh of course he brought her right because her mom's in jail and her dad's dead and jack presumably <laughs> is answering for why he killed so many people in tracksuits the night prior so there's really no, no one left to take care of her he's a rich guy and they all get off but did anyone else like kind of hope that another car door would close and yelena would get out absolutely yep again when this they, is so whatever they, of an ending and, and it would have been bit- so amazing to have the kids be like who are you and she's like i am you're basically your aunt's sister so i'm your yeah. aunt yeah. now I, yeah, I, when when the when the, he whistled and they were having that thing, I thought that I thought rather than her walking away, I thought we were gonna get a beat and be like, he's gonna be like, do you plans for Christmas like that? And that's what I thought yeah. we were gonna get from it. And so we great. don't though, and it's just yeah, Kate Bishop goes home with Hawkeye and uh, meets the fam, and they shoot arrows, and then he goes over to Laura and he's like, I got the watch, and hands her the watch, and she turns it over and there's a shield logo on it, right? And this proves she's Mockingbird, and a whole bunch of people were pissed off because it rewrites Agents of Shield, and I didn't know any of this. I mean, yeah, what I mean. 19, whatever Agents it is. of Shield, like there was no way that it was such a lifetime ago. This. Who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it was clear. Such it a lifetime deviated. ago. <laughs> it deviated so long ago with uh, MCU. Like, come on, guys, be realistic. If it happened before quarantine, be did it even happen? You know, great point. Great point. Thank you, Andy. Uh, Kate and Clint go and burn the Ronin costume, and that's Hawkeye. The series. Well, they have that one moment. Where she's like, "How do you feel about Lady Hawk?" And he goes, it's terrible. And he goes, and then, and then as they're walking, he goes, what about? And then it just comes to <sighs> Hawkeye. Yeah. And I like that. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. Pretty, pretty fucking cool. cool. I like yeah. that. that and then they we get, did it way better than every episode of Invincible. Invincible. <laughs> terrible. So true. Hey. Uh, and then, of course, we get the full song from Rogers the Musical. Which we will all now sing together from the top. Yeah. And there we go. Andy, hit me. Okay. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Andrew Feisner did, who says Renner does not miss. I wish we got more of this. The return of Fisk. Ooh. Zipol says Kate needs a mentor. Clint's past hasn't caught up to him. Archers and partners. 
And then Dan H has a, hawk, a haiku for Hawkeye in three parts. Clint and Kate were fun. Did not like Vera and Jack. Plot did not entice. Echo was so bad. Tracksuits should have been better. Not stoked for her show. Kingpin was a miss. I get that he's not dead. The scene's still not great. And that's it. Go, Andy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast within the podcast where we rank all the villains of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As you know, the list is ever-growing and topping out at 42 right now. All the way from the top of the list, number one, Thanos in Avengers Infinity War, all the way to the bottom of it, uh, Jessica Chastain slash the Zelda mummies in that one X-Men movie. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, we need to decide where we are going to rank Echo slash Kingpin slash the mom from The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Remember, we break this up Last mafia. I, doesn't that fall into Echo? No. Dude, yeah, no. but I feel like they they deserve their own. Okay, I'm gonna they put Echo. In the, I'm up. putting Echo and then a little plus sign. Track suit mafia. TSM. I'm so glad I have a link to this doc. I'm really happy every time I see it. Andy, I'm always happy that you like to do the Andy, work. Can I see you know one? what I mean? Exactly. Uh, as you know, it, do you need to share them real quick? I'll blast it into... Uh, yeah, blast uh, that shit. Blast Finger blast. blast. I'm putting it in general. That means, of course, Paris Lily's going to come in and be like, what's this? This isn't the Matrix. Uh, we break it up into tiers, remember, from S tier all the way down to F tier. Where do we think we would want to be putting wow. Echo, TSM, Kingpin, the mom from The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It? I, mm. I would start the conversation with putting them into the B tier of M- Ragu Bagus, which would include Baconator First Class, Pierce and X-24, Striker, Hydra from Captain America, uh, Winter, Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier uh, and then Ultron from Ultron. I mean, I think we could even yeah. go to the C tier. I think we go C tier. Yeah. None yeah of this Andy, you're the decisive vote. Are, are they B tier or C tier villains? I would go C tier, and right, I would put them right. Hold on, below. we got to we got to run through. So now, if we're into oh, the sure. C tier, here's how the C tier looks. Audio uh, listeners, Andy. Audio 19. listeners. What? Video listeners also. <laughs> People are listening, Nick. Does like, it matter? He always wants to screw over the audio listeners. Uh, number nineteen, we have Cree from and Jude Law, Jude Lad from uh, Captain Marvel, Francis Angel, Deadpool from Deadpool, uh, Red Skull from Captain America, Rockwell and Mickey from Iron Man Three, the Dink and the Sentinels from Days of Future Past, Magneto from Brotherhood, and then Mass. Or, I'm sorry, Magneto and Brotherhood from whichever X Men, and then uh, Mass and Dormammu from uh, none other than Doctor Strange. I was about to say, what movie is X Men Brotherhood? I <laughs> I, so, I just want to make a case. I think that it should be B because, like, looking at a lot of these, like, there's a lot of bad villains. Whereas I don't think that this show was bad. I think there was a little wasted potential with things like Kingpin. But the tracksuit mafia was super fun. When Yelena was an antagonist, like that was cool. Um, the swordsman being funny, I thought at the end of the day worked. Like, I'm not saying it was the best thing ever, but I do think it's better than Icarus and the Deviants from Eternals or Kree from and the Jude Law from uh captain marvel my and thing is you bring up yelena i think yelena actually works against it where again mm-hmm. i never saw her as a credible threat in this show i never saw her as a villain they never made me buy it but her fight scenes against the and uh protagonist were really cool and well done every time she showed up which i can't say about the c tier cool fight scenes and when she's in that antagonistic role it worked really well i'm kind of seeing tim's side of this i'm kind of seeing tim's side of this uh- 
Well, it's you voted. You're the one who put. I was B tier as well. It was me and Tim standing I, against. The I don't remember that. I don't remember that, that Kevin and Nick. I just like to clarify that the reason why you guys were confused is because I'm looking at the list, but I didn't realize that Kevin wasn't showing the list. So yes, you are in fact fucking yes. over the video listeners as well, Andy. Yeah. And it's 2022. <laughs> I would like you to stop fucking over our listeners. You don't have to do it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't show the list. <laughs> you know, it's uh, that's our. No, I, I will never show the list. Uh, Andy, never. are you that switching your vote to B tier villains? I well, let me, Andy. I, Andy, may I please before I get go in there? ahead, big dog? Right, I just want to say I really like Francis more than any of these characters, and I think that that's for me the the big motivator on why. Sure. I was thinking, I even I don't I don't hate Jude Law uh, and his role in you know tricking people. Uh, so that's kind of why, why I was thinking C. I think that all of the B, B villains are, maybe except for Stryker, but that, that doesn't matter. They're, they're all a step above. They're, they're real evil pieces of shit, you know? So you think maybe bottom of B tier, top of C tier? That's, well, Is that what I'm hearing? Maybe a little lower than... Can than... we make a B minus tier? No. Mm, great no. question, Tim. What about well, a C just, plus just, here? Just to be clear, when we made the tiers, the point was for us just to like lower down the the yeah, voting the reading. process. Yeah. So yeah. we can we can vote between the B and C, and that's fine. Yeah, no, I know. Like, guess for me, I would I would put it at number seventeen. If we're bringing in the Bs, uh, I'd, I'd go like above Ultron. Number, oh, we did that. I guess I already. I, I would it's go at number six. It's just James Spader's performance is. Incredible. No on me, Andy. And I yeah. don't on love me. Ultron, but yeah. I love James Spader's voice. Absolutely. Such but my thing voice. there is a similar situation to this where it's wasted potential. And I think that Ultron is even more wasted potential than uh, Kingpin in this one. Now, I, yeah, I, I would go yeah. number 16. Where would you guys go? I, I would put it at number 21. Jeez, okay. What? I put it at 20. Or 19. Maybe 19. Top of the C-list. Top of the C-list. Just because I love the tracksuit mafia. I do, bro. I love that scene Top of the like, C-list would be 17. I mean, no. Top of the C-list? Top oh. of the C-list would be... You're looking at the wrong... You got to scroll over. What if bit. we left Patreon chat pick in between all of us? Who's closest? All right. Why don't we just vote? Like, we... <laughs> <laughs> we can do that, I guess. Um... <laughs> Shit, yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I would put like him. Just... I'd put him at number eighteen. I'd put him above Ultron, below Hydra. What? You're out of your mind. I have no strings now, puppet yeah, master. That's it. Come on, that's man. It. That shit was scary as fuck. It was. Yeah, it was good. Remember how scary? I, I give Ultron a nod just because how scary he was in the trailer. Not yeah. so much the movie. Not so much the movie. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. This is great. So. <laughs> Who thinks they're better than Kree and Jude Law in fucking Captain Marvel? Hands up. Mm. All right, that's all of us. Who wait, thinks wait, it's no. better than Ultron in Ultron? Wait, no. I... Okay. What about Icarus and the Demon? Where do you see that? Icarus Number 17. What are you talking Maybe about? Maybe we're looking at the wrong list. Yeah, you, you, you gave us the wrong list. Some, whoever this gave isn't us updated. The... I don't see Icarus this at is all. It's out of date. This is a Icarus from list. what? Eternals. We're missing, we're missing Eternals. people. That's the, that's, I didn't see that Tim's movie. Tim's got a secret list. What sense. list are you using? Tim's Why got a secret better list. Tim's list is better than your list. Oh, Joey's God. on our list. Joey's on oh, our no, list. No, right no, no. I use a spreadsheet that I made. Yeah. That I shared with you all a long time ago. <laughs> this is I'm at Tim. <laughs> I'm going to swallow this thumb drive right this, this is way better, Tim. This is a way better system to do it. This is a disaster. There's no grids to look at. Thank you, Tim. 
Greg made this. I, I like Greg's. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you Greg know what? Is. No, I'm I'm flipping. I'm flipping. I like Greg's better. This yeah, is like it has B's and A's. Yeah, and I, like, I, um, I gotta go A, B, C. Well, everybody. Well, Greg, what, are those, a, what are those pastel colored candies here. that you kind of? And they're kind of like tons. But <laughs> I they, hate this. God, I hate this. I shouldn't have taken a break. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Greg sent this to me. I like to. I sent it to General. I'd nobody like clicked that. You're all just like, I know what it is. Here's the this what? is the original list, and then I went and made the nice spreadsheet because it was easier to read and do. And then I, you guys, never used the spreadsheet. Are you gonna update the spreadsheet? This feels like a you. Is it just list. Icarus? Who else are you, motherfucker? What movies you been watching? Is Venom in here? It's got the Carnage in it. I don't it remember. It looks like it's just Icarus. And the Let's D-Rex. rank the movies. <laughs> well, there's, there's 41 in total. How many does the other one have? Oh, jeez, Louise. I have 40. <laughs> I have 42. Okay, yeah, so it's just Icarus. Just add Icarus, not that hard. Then I'm at 43. That doesn't make any sense. This The list you're looking at that you're all claiming is the real list doesn't have everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like this, and I was like... Yeah, look at... You clowns, look at number 10. You don't you, you, you don't even have Daddy-O and Razorfish from Shang-Chi. <laughs> Who's keeping it? Who's... Nick... Uh, We'll I'm get not back to this. We'll, we'll do this on a future MCU review. All right, get out of here. Yeah. All right, but I mean, we. I think Greg, we all agree. you are the host of Ragu Bagger, so it is your responsibility you to figure this out. I'm cleaning it up right now. I'm cleaning it up right now. I think it's going. Remember. So which which never one use it, Never use this text doc again. Only use the spreadsheet. Okay. Tim, burn it. You got to burn it, Tim. It's burned. Burn notice. I'm putting Icarus Can and you... Deviants in here, who I've never heard of Wait, before. Wait, over Ultron. That's what you're going to. No, no, you're right. You're the other way around. No, yeah, you're the other way around, you idiot. Okay, I'm stupid. Can you pin this list to your ass? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you want me to fix this? You're having a lot of trouble. Uh, Oh, my God. Anyways, I thought it was better than Ultron. Where do we leave off in the voting? I don't even, or I, I don't, I don't know Icarus, so I don't know if I, I don't know how to do the vote then. I okay, I we should, movie. we should do it. They're better than Ultron. How about and you get your ass to a theater and watch Eternals? Okay, it's so the dollar theater it's, now. It's definitely I'll lend you money. I think it's next week. It comes the to ba- Disney Plus. The bad guys are a hundred percent better than Icarus and DB. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and not as yes. good as Ultron. So yes. let's put it in at the new number nineteen. Got, Got it. it. The new list keeper. Thanks, Kev. Anytime, bud. All right. Andy. Oh, there's no song for this. We're now it's no time song. to rank. <laughs> you just had the guitar. I thought you were ready, you know? Uh, Kev, if you could please bring up the MCU rankings so we can rank Hawkeye wait, 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 against wait, wait, wait. them. Is this the right one or is there an updated? Like, That's Jesus the wrong one. The right God. one has been you, sent to Slack last I night. I know. I have it saved. Just give me two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Andy, no, you didn't the even send one. a PNG. No, I sent the PNG. I deleted that one. God. <laughs> I re-downloaded that one. God. All right, hold on, hold on. While he does that, number one is Endgame. Two, Infinity War. Three, No Way Home. Four, Homecoming. Five, Civil War. Six, is Ragnarok. Seven, Winter Soldier. Eight, Guardians. Two, no, nine, Loki. Right. 10, WandaVision. 11, Avengers. 12, Guardians. One, 13, Shang-Chi. 14, Iron Man, 15, Far From Home, 16, Black Panther, 17, Doctor Strange, 18, Falcon and Winter Soldier, 19, Captain Marvel, 20, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 21, Ant-Man, 22, Black Widow, 23, Iron Man 2, 24, Age of Ultron, 25, First Avenger, 26, Iron Man 3, 27, Nick. No, I can't see the list. What if? What if? What if? 
There Thank is. you. Uh, 28 Hulk, 29 Thor. 30. How are you going to vote if you don't know? You can't see the list. Dark World. Does anybody have strong thoughts on where they want to put this? I say you put this at number 17 with a bullet and we walk off into the sunset. Wow, that's we put, crazy. We put this at number 22 right underneath Ant-Man above that's Black Widow the crazy. movie. Shit. I could see For number seventeen. I, I could see seventeen. I could see seventeen. Seventeen's mm. below Black Panther, above Doctor Strange. I am far more entertained watching Ant Man. Yeah, me this too. Movie, than this show. I'll likely never watch this show again. I really like this show. You know what? Put this underneath Iron Man too. I like Mickey Rourke a lot more. And no, Justin Hammer. Don't, no, now you're now you're like carry, Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer's you. great, dude. Great. Greg Miller. Hammer's great. That's All right, Andy, I had a question Hammer's... for you. You said you enjoy Ant-Man more than this. Is that because you like can see a lot of yourself in Ant-Man because he's so small? Wow. He raised his head for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Now, actually, looking at this, I'm going number 17 as well. Yeah. Because it's definitely better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier, definitely better than Captain Marvel. Well, we put that shit way too high. That's our fault. You know? We ought to play the list as it lies. Our fault, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm going 17. Better than Doctor Strange. Not as good. Better than, you think this is more entertaining than Doctor Strange? Oh, you yeah. think it's more entertaining than Ant-Man is what That's I'm wild, like, is dude. where I'm at. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't do that. I think okay, the finale I, just kind of like have some I, whatever threads, but overall, the show is great. If I'm scrolling the channels and I, I see Ant-Man on TV, Nick Scarpino, and I see Man. Paul Rudd hamming it up, so I'm clicking on, like, regardless of like terrible cross bad guy in that movie, I'm watching Paul Rudd just be an absolute G. Man, I don't. It's not that bad. Yeah. So wow, you're making my point, Nick. You're making <laughs> exactly. my point. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> Put it at 22. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. I'm, okay. Time I, to vote. I, I can see it at 18. I, I'd like it at 18. I, you I know like what? I'm, I'm with better. you, Kev. I'm with. I'm, I'm at 18 as well. Because yeah, Doctor fact, Strange is. After damn this, good. I'm that going upstairs awesome. and we'll watch Doctor Strange with all kinds of good audios and colors. Oh yeah. And <laughs> you know what? Wow. <laughs> You know what? My dad's never seen Doctor Strange. And I was like, Dad, it's a visual feast, and I'm hungry. Put that now, shit in the oven. I will say, just letting you know, Andy and Kev, we will be doing a rewatch of Doctor Strange leading into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Not trying Woo! to dissuade you one way or another, but just letting you know that's happening. Time to vote for this. Who thinks this move, this show, is better than Age of Ultron? Raise your hand. Way better. Come on. Everyone. Who I'm thinks better than Iron Man 2? Nick and Andy's hands go down. Black Widow. Please. They went to my bid. Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Captain Marvel. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Doctor Strange. It is now number 18. Hawkeye. Say Hawkeye. The Hawkeye. (laughs) Hot guy, baby. Thank you all for hanging out with us. I hope you had fun. We're very, very sorry about all of that. Let us know in the comments below what you think about Hawkeye. Uh, we will return with MCU in review with Moon Knight eventually, once it gets Ooh. dated, uh, hopefully sooner than later. But until then, remember, you can subscribe to our Screencast podcast feed for our uh, episode reviews of Book of Boba Fett, Peacemaker coming up, as well as other random movies that come out. Uh, at the top of this episode, I said that in review, we got Cobra or Matrix coming up, then Cobra Kai. Morbius got punted, so we got a gap. I'm going to have to figure that out. Stay tuned. But until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.